Hello everybody and welcome to the 2017 Tasmanian Ice Hockey League or the Van Diemen's League Grand Final as we are coming to you for our seventh consecutive Grand Final coverage here on the brink. It's exciting to be back. We haven't uh, called one of these games all year and what better way to start than actually by doing the Grand Final. And uh, joining me in the commentary box, we're not really the commentary box, we're now annual position. It should be the commentary box, probably. Well, it's sort of kind of a, an area where you would assume we could do. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Leary. Hey. How are you, Dakota? I'm pretty good. You good? How are you, man? Yeah, oh, look, I'm fine. Yeah, Thank good. you for asking. I appreciate you taking the time yeah. to ask me how we're yeah, doing. that's okay. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's good. But uh, no, we are, we are excited. We're pumped. We're here for the, uh, the grand final. Of course, this year it is between the Red Barons and the Icebreakers. And this is, this is a big game because this is the first time in seven years of calling this game that neither the Cougars nor the Falcons mm. are in this game. Yeah. My team and your team, My who team played team. each other last yeah. year for Championship Glory, are not in this game. They and we not. have two brand, well, one brand new team, literally, and a team that hasn't been in this grand final in six years. Uh, it's the it's the fairy tale grand final, Dakota. It is. It is the fairy tale grand final. I think I compared it in the car to Richmond and Adelaide. You did. Yeah. You did. That was a yeah. very good comparison. Thank you. Thank I, you. I gave you lots of props for that. Yeah. But uh, we're did. about an hour before the puck drops <laughs> here, and uh, we're sort of in the the pool foosball room area of the uh, Glenorchy Museum, uh, our annual walk around that we're going to do here. So. We'll venture out sort of into the main area in just a few moments. But the icebreakers, uh, they're out on ice at the moment. We are right here through the glass. We can get a good viewpoint of them. But you and I have never, ever called the icebreakers because no, we haven't. there's a brand new franchise for 2017. And, uh, well, they may as well be the Sharks. So. Well, I mean, there's <laughs> a couple of Sharks players in there. There's some Red Barons players. There's some Falcons players. It's kind of like... Well, we do know the players. So we we, we do. Should be, we should be okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully. There's a few newbies yeah. along the way, of yeah. course, as there always is. And uh, then even with the Red Barons, of course, you've got your standard ones there, but a few ones along the line. We're going to go through all the players and the team list and the stats for you across uh, this sort of preview for this. But uh, just checking out here now the uh, the icebreakers on the ice right now, Dakota. You got any thoughts mm. at the moment? Um... Yeah, they look look like a pretty fit unit. They look like they can hold their own, especially yeah. with, with big guys like Polari and Cockrell in there. So, well, that's the the big yeah. two, isn't it? They've uh, Polari and uh, Cockrell have taken the big cash. They've yeah. uh, gone to the new team. They've gone to the new franchise. They've done the Gary Ablett. They've uh, <laughs> gone after money rather than loyalty. Yeah. Uh, but as long as they get a bit of a taste of the Premiership glory, because the Sharks kind of went nowhere at the end this year, didn't they? Yeah. Finished last, really, so yeah. fifth. That's 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 how powerful they were to their team. But uh, no, they're looking quite good at the moment from what we can see. They've got this great new grey sort of uniform with a bit of blue on it, a bit of white. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's striking. What are they, Penguins? Are they, are they Penguins, are I they? So. I, I, that's not really where I was going with that. But, I um, mean, sure, if you want to call no, them Penguins. The, the, the yeah. teams. The team thing. Yeah. Um, There's actually a nice viewpoint here in this, uh, this spot good, yeah. in the, uh, the box. But, you know, we don't really get the atmosphere of the crowd. I mean, we're expecting, of course, a, a bumper crowd, you know, uh, 120,000 yeah. people to feel here in I the Gunnock Museum. I think we definitely do it here. Yeah, well, we should, but we're not going to because we've already, uh, you know, reserved our spot when it comes to it. Uh, no, no, unreserve our spot? Well, no. No, Dakota. This, that's just no. Uh, <laughs> we might go for our walk around here <laughs> in a second. We'll reserve our spot up there and we'll see if we can speak to some people along the way and get some thoughts. Some of the players, perhaps of the icebreakers as they're coming off the ice. We'd like to get a few of them uh, beforehand, uh, see their feelings. And, of course, we're talking about the icebreakers here, but the Red Barons, they're arriving here. It's sort of a bit of a different 
sort of uh, tactics by both teams, isn't it? The icebreakers here an hour before the game out there warming up, getting ready to go, whereas the Red Barons are slowly just showing up right now. They're taking their time, going to the change rooms. Yeah. Probably got a few more of their fans outside, you know, the, the loyal Red Barons that, fan base. That little bit of extra warm-up is um, Mika Polari's doing. I think he did that with the it's Sharks the beard, last year. I think. Well, the, the yeah. Sharks tactic generally was let's go around to somebody's house and have a barbecue beforehand, and that generally yeah, failed right, for them. Yeah. Of course, they lost, uh, what was it, three grand finals in the last six years, mm-hmm. so didn't necessarily work for them there. So Polari may be just uh, trying something slightly different here when it comes to the uh, overall scheme things. But they've got some strong players in this lineup. Again, then we're going to go through a lot of these players soon when we go through it. But just the Red Barons, seen a few of them arrive. Dean Hargraves, of course, mm-hmm. heart and soul of the uh, Ice Hockey sure, Tasmania yeah. League. He's, uh, he's showed up here that we've seen him there as well. So uh, at least he's here early and ready to go. Mm-hmm. And so many stories here, Dakota. I mean, we talked about Mickey. You talked about Leighton. They've had some very close attempts there when it comes to the Sharks. Yeah. So they're looking for that. But of course, the Red Barons, you know, their first time they've been here since 2011. So, you know, even both sides, fairytale stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just, like, scared right now getting peppered by pucks. That's just, yeah. (laughs) You're Luke McDermott right here, right now. Let's let's go for a wander around so you don't get peppered there. Marcus, the man, we'll talk to him throughout this coverage. He's just uh, setting up the, uh, the music. He's loading up the Justin Bieber, ready to go. Pumping up the crowd, of course. They're calling out for Bieber in 2017. Are they? We enter the arena. Listen to the, the crowd roar. Oh, just, uh, <laughs> yeah. just so many you of them hardly, here. You can hardly hear yourself think. We, might, we yeah. might chat up here to Kevin Facer. Of course, All he's right. now the uh, president of Ice Hockey Tasmania, who, of course, uh, Cougars player, uh, Sharks player, I should say. Not Cougars player, I will say. Yeah. Kevin, would you like to have a bit of a word with us while we're uh, here on the air? Just as their president, I'll give you this microphone to hold if you want to. Kevin Facer, mate, welcome to the coverage festival. Thanks very much, Ben. Great to see you guys here again. It's good, good to be back. How are you feeling ahead of this grand final? Well, mate, to be perfectly honest, um, we're a little bit nervous, to be honest. I mean, first year as president, first year with a new scoreboard, new goals, and of course the Icebreakers team uh, coming from the development league into the main league and making a grand final in their first season. What an achievement. It's an absolute sort of fairytale story ready to go. Is we find out that the music system here works. That's good to hear. Yeah, that's uh, wow. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> no, that's working. First year as president, though, how have you seen the league kind of uh, change or develop this season? Uh, you know, obviously you mentioned the Icebreakers, a development team, but everything else going strongly in 2017 with the competition? The competition this year has probably been the closest it's been for a long time. Unfortunately, uh, the Sharks uh, let things down a little bit by only winning two games this year, but uh, that's the way it goes. I mean, the Sharks have been up there for the last uh, four years, and um, this year had a bit of a hiccup, but uh, be back stronger than ever next year. Is it these money-hungry people right here, Leighton Cockrell and Mika Polari, who took money over loyalty? That's what it is, isn't it? That's exactly what it is. But, of course, as we all know now, these younger guys, uh, no loyalty in sport anymore. They're uh, all driven by the dollar. And you're obviously hoping for a big crowd. I mean, you know, this is the seventh year we've been here. It's always a packed house. Are you expecting another packed house again here tonight? Hopefully there'll be a packed house. In fact, I hope that they'll be jamming them in down the back end there because... Uh, we obviously uh, want to attract more players. So we're looking to you know, expand the league all the time, but of course we need young players to do that. 
it's time for some of us older guys to sort of move aside. Pass the torch on, so to speak. Do you think that, I mean, there's always, you know, six teams, possibilities that, you know, looking forward to 2018, but you still got the Icebreakers development squad going along. I mean, do you have enough people there that are ready to come forward again next season, or is that still a few years away yet? Um, that's still a few years away, but, um, you know, hopefully... Uh, the more people we can attract to sort of these types of events and also don't forget on the 18th of this month we've rekindled the AK Katinas Cup which Fantastic. is a very similar event to the Aaron Burns so that'll be a full contact with some of the old A grade players sort Great. of uh, strapping on the skates again and hopefully we can get some interest out of that and uh, people might uh, see the potential to come and have a go. Well, that's what we want. Uh, every time we come here, we say the same thing every year. It's a great sport and everybody who can uh, stand up on ice and uh, smack a puck should be playing this game because it's a great sport to watch. Kevin, mate, thank you so much. Uh, great job uh, this year with the league and we're looking forward to seeing how it all plays out tonight. Thanks, boys. Talk to you again soon. Indeed. Cheers. All right. We're going to continue walking around here and seeing what other mischief we can uh, find ourselves here. Not really mischief, but we're going to yeah. head down to the icebreakers. Oh, I suppose we can find ourselves some mischief. I it? think we need to grab Mika Polari, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Donald Bradman of the uh, Van Diemen's League. Is See he? if they're yeah. willing to and talk that pre-game. The that's the new, that's the ju- yeah. that's the jumbotron ready yeah. to go. I think. Okay. Let's stick our head in here. Leighton's got hanging around here. Do you think they're wanting to talk to us? They're all looking at me sheepishly, <laughs> like, oh, "What do you guys want?" Give the microphone straight away to Leighton Cockrell. How are you doing, Leighton? Good, yourselves? Oh, look, you know, can't yeah. complain. How's, right. how's this uh, treating you? Grand final again. First time in a couple of years for yourself, but in different colours. Different colours, yeah. Me and Mika have made the merge. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Big money. They Obviously, the uh, Icebreakers uh, organisation had the cash ready to uh, pay yeah. you guys. Are they announcing it as traders? Coin, and coin box is full. Yeah. <laughs> coin box is full and it, it'll stay full because it, it all goes towards the juniors and the, the new people coming through. So. But it's it's a great, obviously, year for you guys. First year in the competition to, to be able to come straight into a, a grand final. I mean, uh, obviously, you start off the year wanting this to happen, but... Uh, you know, I guess you, you work as hard as you can towards it, and here you are. Yeah, we, we've worked very hard. Um, beginning of the year, our, our only goal was not to finish last. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, that's what me and Mika said beginning of the year. Let's not finish last. And, uh, yeah, everything's unfolded really well. We've uh, picked up a couple of plays you might have noticed from the Falcons. We've pinched old Rob Maver. Yes. So he's made the journey across. Um, Luke played, I think, a season or two, filling in for other teams, and we thought we've got to give him a, a permanent job. So he was quite gracious enough to accept and uh, become our goalie. Uh, me and Mika, of course, make the moose from the shark. It's my sister, Christine. Well, I was going to say, we've got, uh, we've got your sister here who uh, not exactly the, uh, the least experienced player here in the entire uh, the team. Actually, if, I don't mind to steal away. I mean, we think Leighton Cockle is good. Let's pass it over here to Christine. You're, you're not only are you playing here for the Icebreakers, uh, played in the AIHL, you play for Australia, you've done everything. Uh, you know, how, how was the money to get you here to play for the uh, Icebreakers? Oh, it was more like I had to play with my brother. Right. <laughs> yeah. Have you done this before? Have you played much on teams before with your brother before? Uh, started off together and then we rebelled against each other. A few fights. About 20 years or so. 20 years yeah. or so, wow. How are you feeling kind of, I mean, as I said, you, you've obviously, you've done it all in this sport. You've, you know, you've represented the, the entire country and here you are, you know, playing in the big dance for Tasmania. I mean, how does this compare to pulling on the uh, the Australian jersey, playing the icebreakers in the grand final? 
Every jersey has its own meaning. Oh, good answer. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Are you confident, though, that uh, you can help uh, towards uh, bringing this fairy tale story one year in the competition and Premiership glory straight away? Oh, I hope so. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed, indeed. Yeah. Well, head over to here to Micka, actually, if you want to pass it along. Micka's cleaning his uh, his visor. How are you doing? Oh, you'd be cleaning your beard. What's going on here? This is great. It's my playoff beard that I've been growing beard. a year now. Yeah. <laughs> that confident. I mean, it's been... Uh, I think it was desperate. Yes. How, how are you feeling? I mean, you know, you and Leighton, obviously, part of the Sharks. You lost three of these in the last uh, six years, just to point that well, out to you. Let's but, put it uh, this way. We know how to lose this. Yes. So... I don't want to lose. You don't want to lose. Yeah. You don't want to lose. Yeah. It's, it's just for Finland as well. I mean, yeah. you know, you're, gonna, no. you're representing a whole country here today, yeah. Mika. And uh, I have to say, like Leiden said, that uh, Leiden and I, in all privacy, we set up that as long as we are not last. And this is, this is more than we expected. And we are here, happy to play here. And I think we are the underdogs. We don't have a pressure. I think we will play really, really well. And are you glad to be playing the Red Barons and not the Falcons or the Cougars? I mean, get them out of there. They've been enough who in this competition Falcons, in the last six years. I don't know. I heard about them. You know, just some okay. other teams. <laughs> All right. Are those the teams that we steamrolled? Apparently, yeah. Here? Well, you're undefeated in playoffs. Yeah. You've never lost a playoff game. So yeah. the pressure yeah. statistics say it's going to be an easy win for the Icebreakers tonight. No. And may I say, good to have you and Dakota back here. We're, we're yeah, pleasure yeah. to be yeah. here until you kick awesome. us out with those looks no, if no, we keep jinxing you. you. So, yeah. <laughs> well, guys, good luck. And we hope to be speaking to you after the game as, uh, as premiers for 2017. All right, thank Best you. Best of luck. All right, we won't jinx you. All right, let's move along here and find out who else yeah, we can get that here. That is if they're um, composed enough to actually talk to us if they win the game. Well, look, you know, <laughs> I mean, we, we, we talk to them every year, whether they're, you know, winning or they're losing or anything along those lines. Yeah, so, that's true. But it is I mean, the first grand final win if they win. Well, you know, it's, be, it's kind of in here. Should we talk to old Snoop Dogg here? What's going on sure. here? It's Mr. Snoopy. Oh, Snoop Dogg's here, is he? Rain, oh, Raining oh, Cougar Champion, Snoop Dogg. How are you, Snoopy? <laughs> Very good, thank you. You're good. Uh, is it, I'm sad not exactly. to see you out here playing for the Cougars. What, 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 what happened this year? Oh, we lost our best player and the other team's improved, so it happens. It happens. What, what are your thoughts on here tonight when it comes to uh, the Icebreakers and the Red Barons? I mean, you're wearing red. Does that you know, signify that you are going for the Red Barons tonight? Well, I did, I did actually originally play for the Red Barons. This is, the, this is our original top. Right. Uh, many years ago, um, we played in four grand finals and we lost all four. Oh wow! Okay, all, all close games. Um, I would expect the Barons to keep their heads on. They should start favourites, but mm-hmm. the Icebreakers have proved to be uh, very surprising. They're, they're the glamour team, aren't they? They're the ones with all the money that have poached all the big names. You know, we've got <laughs> the stable Red Barons here who have been fighting out hard for the last uh, seven or so years since they last tasted this. So, you know, you, you got to beat the glamour club, right? Oh, you'd hope so, yes. Yeah, yes. That's, that's what we're going to call the icebreakers. They're walking past us. They can hear us. Well, uh, look, it's great to have you here, and uh, by all means, uh, bring the Cougars back here next year so we can uh, cheer you on in 2018. We'll see. Perfect. All right, let's see if we... How, how do you think the Red Barons are feeling right now? You don't want to move there, Dakota. Oh, you how do you think the just, Red Barons are feeling right now? Yeah, how, do you, how do you think the Red um, Barons are feeling? Do you think I'd they're wanting to talk nervous. to us? Let's find out what they're feeling. Let's have a bit of a vibe we? here. We're just looking yeah. in the, the room. Dean Hargrave's pointing around. He's giving me some tactics going on there. He's just uh, giving us a bit of a subtle look over yeah, as he uh, pulls it up. How you doing, Dean? Good. How's everybody going in here? Anybody want to speak pre-game or are you all in game mode? You're in game mode. All right, they're very focused. Okay. All right, good. Beat the Glamour Club. That's what we're calling the icebreakers, you know, the money-hungry people who, you know, switch team just for success. Yes, chasing the dollars. All right. Oh, he's one of them now. Let's oh, make a... yes. So let's move up to the commentary box while we're here, right. Dakota. I oh, mean, okay. you can go that way if you want to. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's not really going to work too well for it. As You're still directing, Mickey. You're not even the president anymore. You're helping. All right. 
Alice Cooper playing in the background. All right, I'm going to squeeze yeah. past you up here as we go up into the commentary box. Make our way up into the clouds. We'll go over some of the stats and uh, we'll go over some of these numbers and names and everything as uh, Marcus really is testing that. Uh, he is, isn't he? The box. I yeah. should mention, now Dakota, you will be alone in this commentary box I for will. about five or so That'll minutes. That'll be interesting. Because uh, I apparently am important enough that I'm dropping the ceremonial puck this evening. Yeah, should we, should we talk to some of the fans down here? <laughs> well, if you want to, go yeah. for it. You can All interview right. some people if you want to, go. Dakota. Let's do it. Go on. <laughs> do you want to chat with us? No, he doesn't. He doesn't no, want to no. chat with There's us. more than one no. person, Dakota. You can interview some people here. Do you want to have a chat? No. All no? Right. Do you want to have uh, a chat? Do you want to have a chat? <laughs> no, you don't want to have a chat. No. The fans are very talkative. Clearly not fans of ice hockey. They're, they're, they're very they're focused here. They're big Red Barons fans at the moment. They're, they're nervous. Yes. Um, yeah, so I will be walking out onto this ice rink in approximately 45 minutes' time without any ice skates on. Trying not to slip over, which um, I'm slightly nervous about. Are you? Well, I mean, I hope, I, I've I never. I really hope you slip over. I've never. Good I mean, fun. I have walked on ice before. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I've walked on this ice rink before without uh, skates on. So, you know, I'm going to slip I, I over T in front of everybody and make an absolute dick of myself. And you're just going to yeah. love every moment of it, aren't oh, you? Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 But uh, we're obviously here to call the game. Uh, so just when Dakota comes into the box and eventually has to, you know, fill for about five minutes, you'll understand why the quality of this broadcast goes down slightly. <laughs> Until I fall on my ass and he starts <laughs> laughing at me. But uh, we are obviously here to uh, call the game. The game, of course, is between the Red Barons and the Icebreakers. And we should go over a few of the little stats and numbers and everything else here, the, ni- the names and the players and everything else in between hand. Now, uh, obviously, this is our first and only game that we have commentated all year, Dakota. It is. Uh, we should really go over where these guys finished with the season. Uh, the yeah. Red Barons, they finished on top of the ladder here, Dakota. They oh, had they? a very, Ooh. very strong season in the year 2017. Uh, to be completely precise, they won 17 games, lost six, didn't have any ties. So uh, they were clear out on top. Uh, even though it was a very close season, they still finished three points clear of your lot, the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Icebreakers, in their very first season, third place on the ladder. Now, you heard, obviously, from Micker and Leighton all that, saying their goal was to not finish last. Well, not only did they not finish last, they finished, well, third last, but they yeah. also finished third. So they finished third. The Cougars, my team, the reigning premiers, snuck into the finals. Uh, not really snuck. I mean, they won 10 games. The Sharks only managed the two wins of the season. So um, what's going on? He can play. He can play. All right. We're right. good to hear. Is that uh, is that Dion? No. James. We've got the na- we've got the names here. Uh, Whitaker. Whitaker. All right. Cool. We've been told he's the one to look out for. All right. All right. Perfect. Maybe the Barons. He's got the war on his this, he's on his top. This should be a. The reason I said that was Dion because Dion Jones used yeah, to have Dion, uh, the war on his top. Dion Jones. Dion Jones. Uh, this well, should be a very good match. Still got Tony Rogers um, coming up there. Have um, some good players. Incredibly, incredibly good players. Like very much so. But just go over that. So the Red Barons finished first. The Icebreakers <laughs> finished third. Uh, and how it sort of played out, sort of in the previous weeks in the playoffs. The Red Barons are uh, in their qualifying final, knocked off uh, your boys, uh, the Falcons, eight six. Direct qualification into the grand final. That of course gave them the week off. Their first grand final, Dakota, since 2011. Our very first ice hockey grand final. Interestingly enough, 
uh, in what probably will be our last ever Tasmanian Ice Hockey League Grand Final. Oh. Tell us to have the Red Barons in it, considering they were in our very first one. It kind of uh, yeah, nice yeah. book ended there. The Icebreakers obviously had to do it a little bit more, uh, a little bit tougher. They went into an elimination final against the Cougars, uh, where they actually came from behind to win that one. Uh, they won that 11-3, uh, and also came from behind to win against the Falcons last week in the semi-final. Uh, they won that one 8-6. So uh, they knocked off the last two champions in the Falcons and the Cougars in two weeks. Okay. And essentially knocked off the two most dominant franchises in the last uh, six years of this competition. So, as we said, this is the first time uh, in over six years that we've not had either the Falcons or the Cougars represented in a grand final, which is pretty incredible when you think about it. Yes, it is. You know, you and I have uh, called four of these now. I did two of these previously before yep. you were, we were around. And every single grand final of these I've watched has either included the Red, uh, the Cougars or the Falcons. Yeah, so it has. Uh, interesting that neither of them are here. So uh, coming into this game, though, uh, some other statistics that we'll say. They've both played each other six times in 2017, Dakota. So mm-hmm. they've evenly spread the games, of course, uh, coming into this one. And to make it even more difficult up here in the commentary box, to make it even more uh, even, they've both won three games apiece. So uh, the Red Barons uh, defeated the Icebreakers in round uh, two, in round 12, and in... No, sorry, let me rephrase that one again. Sorry, Ben, I'm reading the wrong stats. The Red Barons beat the Icebreakers in round seven, round 17, in round 22, uh, 9-4 in round seven, 12-5 in round 17, and 7-3 in round 22. The Icebreakers beat the Red Barons in round two, 7-5. They won in round 12, 8-5, and in round 27, 9-5. So they've been fairly close games as well between these uh, teams when it comes to that. Uh, So, um, I mean, judging on those statistics, does that change any of your mind at all in this, Dakota? It's still very difficult to pick a winner here, to be honest. Like, um, yeah. You just just lost for words. It's very difficult. You're lost and not not, not sure what to think. Obviously, like... Um, Barons finished on top of the ladder. They did, but you know, it's a similar setup to last year. During, um, yeah, similar, yeah. similar setup to last yeah, year. Yeah. That we had first versus third last year. In the fact that it was uh, Cougars finished first and the Falcons yeah. finished third. So uh, I guess probably a lot of people last year were expecting maybe a Cougar Sharks grand final. Sharks were eliminated. So therefore this year maybe people expecting a Red Barons Falcons grand final. Falcons uh, eliminated in aspect. Now the one that's really interesting here, Dakota, you, yep. you referenced the Adelaide um, Richmond scenario yes. in terms of the grand final. Now of course in that situation, no player in the AFL grand final had ever played in an AFL yeah. grand final before. Incredible. Yes. We're going into this game with only 11 players having played in grand final before. Now that might sound like a fair bit but considering the last few years when we've had Falcons, Sharks and Cougars involved yeah. when you're probably looking at like you know 20, 25 players of all grand final experience it's completely different. Look at the Red Barons here for example Dakota. Only three of their players have ever played in a grand final before at least and when I say this I will say in the era of since 2011 so obviously uh, we're not counting statistics pre-2011 yeah. when the, the league was slightly different and not a lot of records were kept. So post-2011 pretty much this decade only three of these players, and that's Scott Reed, Dean Hargraves, Matty Adams, mm. the heart and soul of this team, the three the three staple players of the Red Barons who we've called a lot of in the last few years, they all played back in that 2011 squad that lost to the Cougars. Now that game, just for you know, people remembering our very first grand final, the, the Red Barons were pretty much in control of that entire match. Uh, they led right up until the third period. And just the third period dominance by Richard Fox in that game. I always talk about it. Uh, in all the years I've called this game, I've never seen one player dominate as much as I saw Richard Fox dominate in the very first game I played. So that's essentially the Red Barons lost that day to Richard Fox. 
So yeah. that's kind of what happened. So three players on the Red Barons. Now, the Icebreakers, it's a brand-new franchise, of course. This is their first year in the competition, their first grand final. So, therefore, you would expect, oh, none of their players have ever played in grand final. Well, no. Three of their players previously, of course, have played in grand finals. We spoke to Mick, we spoke to Leighton, both previously Sharks. I mentioned they've played in three losing grand finals for the Sharks in 2012, 2014, and 2015. Rob Maver uh, is a previously a Falcon. He's played in two grand finals. Uh, he lost last year and won in 2015. Yeah. So that then means that Rob Maver, the only player on this ice this evening who has tasted Premiership glory since mm. 2011. Mm. There's your stat for you there, Dakota. Will that be enough to help him come over the line when it comes to, you know, knowing what it takes to win a premiership? Oh, only hope, can't they? Well, you, you will have to wait and find out, won't we? Uh, and in terms of the scorers, uh, none of those three Red Barons players, Scott Reid, Dean Hargraves, Matty Adams, scored in 2011. No, yeah. But have, on the opposite side, Cockerell, Polari and Maver have all scored in grand finals yeah. before. Yeah. So judging on that experience alone, give that slightly there yeah, to the, uh, the icebreakers. Now, just uh, in terms of the players, we'll go over some of the previous grand final statistics in just a moment. But let's go over some of the players here, Dakota. The Red Barons, who we're familiar with most of these guys. We've called these a lot over the last yeah. few years. As we mentioned, uh, the big three, Scott Reed, Dean Hargraves, Matty Adams. They're the, they're the core three of this team, yeah. are they not? We've, we talked about That's how, exactly. as a powerful duo, Scotty Reed and Matty Adams, how well they work together. Hargraves as well. Well, you know, they're, they're a strong trio. Yeah. Uh, and we're also the other players that we're familiar with, Tobias Skills, of course, we've called a bit of. Molly Faces here. Uh, and then we're not too sure if uh, Isaac Hoyke and Nat, Nate Meyer, are, I mean, they're on there, obviously, their, their team list, but probably not playing tonight, judging on the actual official list we've got for the players tonight. We also got to look at Daniel Briggs, uh, as well as um, James Whitaker, who we've been told is a player to watch for the Red Barons. James He's Whitaker, been the yeah. difference this season. Yeah. Now, he's wearing the Dion Jones uh, jersey, the uh, famous number nine war yeah. shot, uh, shirt. Surely they give that to the best player of the team. Possibly. You're yeah. looking at him right now. He's, yeah. he's having a bit of a, a conversation here. He's actually right now lined up here in front of the icebreakers bench. And he's having a bit of a, a word with him here. What, what, what do you think he's saying to Mika Polari here right now? He's probably saying... Uh, Oh, give me 20 bucks if you let me win this game. <laughs> so you think he's bribing the icebreakers? <laughs> they are the Glamour yeah. Club. They are the, uh, the, the money team, the, the Glamour team. Uh, but we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but um, right now, at the moment, we, we talked about how uh, the icebreakers out in the ice. Well, the Red Barons have uh, entered the, uh, the arena. Uh, in terms of our goaltender for the Red Barons, uh, Todd Stringer seems to be the guy in the net right now. Um, he's wearing the number 13. He's looking quiet and wary and fit and ready to go. Uh, with his white helmets and everything along those lines. And we're also just, I uh, should say, speaking of glamour, speaking of Hollywood, Marcus Hollywood Bendel has joined us in the box for the first time this evening. Marcus, welcome. Ben, it is wonderful to see you back in the Glenelg Coliseum. Thank you very much. It's a pl- pleasure to be here. I got offered big money to come back, so I'm glad the check cleared, and I appreciate it. Contract. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, we're just going over the Red Barons team at the moment here, uh, Marcus, and we're talking a little bit about James Whitaker wearing the uh, number nine Dion Jones Memorial jersey, the War jersey, the War Machine, uh, a, a well-earned title from this season. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about James. Like, uh, where's he from? What's he do? What's he eat for breakfast? Um. Uh, I can't say with 100% accuracy, um, but there's rumours amongst the, uh, the the change rooms here um, from Philadelphia. Right. Tried out for the Flyers. Okay. Um, all of his gear is very, you know, 100% legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, a force to be reckoned with, absolutely. Okay, so... I think so it's the actual 
yeah, a, a, an actual representative of the NHL here. <laughs> so we've got an NHL player and we've got an Australian player, so we've we hit the big time here, basically. We have. We've got the big money. We've got, got the big the big names down here. So Sidney Crosby, the rumour is true, will be playing tonight. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's fantastic. Good yeah. to see. Um, I mean, tell us, in terms of just quickly while we've got you here, the Falcons. What the hell happened this year, Marcus? Oh, um... Uh, yeah, what did happen? Both, both I want, I want our games were metaphors for um, our season in that we half-assed a third of it. Right. Uh, and both those times we half-assed the last third. Yep. Uh, and uh, got beaten. Okay. Um, you know, maybe we just collectively decided to give some other teams a go. Maybe I'm just saying that. You choked. To, you yeah. choked, oh, Marcus. You, lo- you lose Rob Maver, you lose the, Fa- the Falcons. Yeah. Just Maver, no Maver, no Maver Falcons. Yep, yep. We had a tough year, but... Um, Look, we were, we were happy to get as far as we got. Um, we just, I'll, I'll be honest with you, we weren't hungry for it this year. Uh, and we got complacent, and, uh, and that showed on the ice. Who do you, personally right now, want to win, and who do you think will win? Um, based on performances of the year, uh, I've got a feeling in my gut that the Barons are going to, to win it out. Um, I would love to see an Icebreakers Cinderella story. I think that mm. the Breakers have done an amazing job this year, and to see them come up, train hard, it's amazing to see... These, all, all these players who you know have much less experience than the other players out there, but they train harder, and you can see it. You see it on the ice. You see it with their players. And uh, last time the Barons and the Breakers uh, faced each other with two full-strength teams, I believe, um, the, the Breakers came away with a win, so anything can happen. We, we joke about them being a glamour club. They've obviously recruited well, but, I mean, in all seriousness, it's obviously through a lot of the program that the, the Van Diemen's League and Ice Hockey Tasmania have done with the Icebreakers, the up-and-coming players, the junior players, and it's really kind of helping feed in. So you've obviously got a few of these players who have been involved in that program are playing on the team tonight. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, having, um, having uh, Leighton and Mika there... Sorry. Telling me the the mic closer to my Yeah, it's, it's one of those. Um, <laughs> having some more experienced players there to to um, to guide the the younglings through mm-hmm. um, has been very beneficial for them, and and you'll see that tonight. I'm really excited for you to see how they play, and I'm excited for you to see the the new Barons, basically a, a team that has like textbook hasn't changed much these past couple of seasons, but as far as play styles, you just give. Uh, Give Scotty Reed just one more play to play off, and everything goes upside down. It's that missing link that they needed, basically. What uh, what prevented you from accepting the big money to go to the Icebreakers? What made you loyal to the Falcons this year? Um, uh, just it was just dollars. Yep. Um, lots of Hollywood parties. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest. Uh, like it was a lot of coke. Okay. Fair enough. Kevin Spacey avoided. No, no Pepsi. No Pepsi. No Pepsi. Go. Yeah. Uh, and MC, you're MC. You're the, the man behind the mic, and I've got to walk out on this ice. Uh, any last-minute advice for me before I go out there, before I slip on my ass at some point? Um, if you're going to fall over, fall backwards. <laughs> right on the tailbone. Yep. I don't have a tailbone. It's been crushed um, over the years enough as it is. So, um, you know, neither side of that area is getting used much anyway. So Skate carefully. Yep. Think of others. <laughs> no smoking. <laughs> Damn it! Don't, don't gonna... throw ice. Oh shit! I don't want to do it anymore. I quit. Can I? Can I hand it over to Dakota? Uh, yes, is that you your can. Own risk. We take no responsibility. Okay. No <laughs> so I have to sign a waiver. No, 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 no disclaimer. So. No, no, I'm telling that. you right now. Yep. If you hurt, it's, it's honestly, it's it's not on me. Right. On the committee. <laughs> 
Well, I'm gonna, when I walk down there, I'm going to be handing my phone to somebody to film me falling down anyway, and Dakota's holding the fort up here. So. If, if you want, you can stay here and just sort of, like, fling the pipe. <laughs> just go, <laughs> no, go, thanks. guys! Woo! <laughs> just throw it on the ice. But, uh, look, I appreciate the uh, the honour. I mean, obviously, the entire Glenorchy City Council wasn't available because they're, they're not there anymore, so I'm clearly the 18th down the list, so I appreciate yeah. that. I'll, I'll be honest with you, um, it wasn't a very long conversation. We went, who, who do we want as our special guest? And I said... Ben's done such seven years of incredible work. Oh, at least two of them are incredible. The other five. The committee agreed unanimously. What about Dakota's four years of incredible work? (laughs) Well, I mean, you've got to get a jersey. You haven't gotten a jersey yet. (laughs) But I did. I should have. I was always promised a jersey. I don't think he was promised one. I was. I was promised. Uh, No, I was promised. Do you want your Falcons jersey? I don't want my Falcons jersey. (laughs) You let me down. (laughs) You were here. I appreciate yeah, it. I, I appreciate yeah. it, though, yeah. obviously. Uh, yeah, basically. All the same. I mean, I, to, to kind of, you know, <laughs> clarify, you, you sort of asked me a few names, and I threw a few out there, and you came back and said me. So I got chosen ahead of the Premier and John X. So, yeah, um, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, esteemed company there. But, uh, I must uh, adjourn to some more duties. Please go off, and uh, you've got to signal, signal me when you want me to go over there and slip on my ass. But we'll have you up in the box, of course, during the game as well, so we'll keep your seat warm and the coat cold. Sounds good. Fantastic. Perfect. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, and we've got some more people uh, coming up here in the commentary box. Dakota is what we what we like. Um, so yeah, the, I was just mentioning Todd Stringer. Uh, he's been the number one uh, goaltender for the Red Barons uh, this season. Played 21 of the games, and just to double check my list, yes, he is uh, on the official lineup when it comes to the uh, program. Here, as the crowd is flowing in oh, here right now this here. evening, it's going great guns. Now let's have a look at the icebreakers, uh, the glamour squad, the the junior squad. Let's call them everything else. But uh, you're going to remember a few of these names, of course, from previous sides. Mika Polari, of course, former heart and soul of the Sharks, uh, Mr. Finland. He of course, is the um, the Donald Bradman of the Ice Hockey Tasmania League, as we've always said. Uh, Jace Davis, uh, as well, former Red Barons. Uh, Leighton Cockrell, of course, former Sharks. Uh, Rob Maymer, former Falcons. Now, Pierre Gustafson, that's a name we're going to butcher a few oh, times, yes. I think, here tonight. Can, I just, we, can you say it again for Pierre me? Pierre Gustafson. That's just, Gustafson. It's a great Gust- name. Gustafson. What a name yeah. that is. Like, it is quite a good as name. As a commentator, yeah. I like it when a player's got a good name. Yeah. You know, like John Smith, fair yeah. enough, you've got a name. Yeah. But Pierre Gustafson, it just rolls yeah, off the doesn't tongue. It, doesn't it, Gustafson, Gustafson, Gustafson. Brilliant. Oh, Gustafson with the goal. I want you to, yeah. I want you to be shouting that at one point oh, this evening. Watch me. Uh, Nick Turner, uh, a friend of mine, actually, I've known for quite some time. He's uh, uh, getting all laced up this evening, ready to go. Christine Cockrell, of course, who we spoke to uh, previously. Uh, I mean, she, like, her resume just speaks volumes for itself. As mm. I said, she legitimately has myself, played for the Melbourne Ice in the uh, the Women's Australian yeah, Ice Hockey yeah. League, has represented Australia mm. in ice hockey as well. So she's definitely a uh, big name one there. And, of course, other players on the uh, ice hockey, uh, the icebreakers list, uh, Catwood, James Bishop. Uh, not too sure if they're lining up, but we'll soon find out. Uh, in goal, Luke McDiamond, uh, former Red Baron. So a couple of the Red Barons who have uh, swapped ship here as well, Dakota. Mm. It's not just all about uh, Sharks and Falcons players switching up. Um, but just going quickly over some of the uh, the stats and the numbers and everything along those lines when it comes to some okay. of these players. Yep. So uh, Daniel Briggs lines up tonight. He's played the most games out of everyone this season. He's played 24 games. Uh, in terms of uh, other statistic leaders, Scott Reid is the season leader for assists and points. 52 assists, 97 points. And James Whitaker, the man we've been told to look out for, uh, points per game average of 4.3, which is the leading one for the entire competition. So the Red Barons have a lot of leaders when it comes to their list. So we've got to keep an eye out when it comes to those. Guys, um, the Icebreakers, well, I've heard that they're the best at Facebook Messenger. 
Oh, really? So mm. that's good for them. That should be interesting, yeah. It, no, mm. it really should be. Yeah. Just, I mean, we compare the goaltenders here quickly, though. Uh, Stringer versus McDiamond. Uh, McDiamond's played 20 games. Stringer, 21 games. The goals against average, well, uh, McDiamond leads that one. He's only led an average of 5.2 goals in a match. Stringer, 6.3 goals a match. So the defence a little bit better on the icebreakers <laughs> uh, there. Uh, although Stringer comes in having won a few more games percentage-wise there. Does that change your mind when it comes to uh, any of these uh, statistics or anything that you were thinking pre-game here, Dakota Lyric? No, really. No? Should it? I, well, I don't know. I mean, this is entirely entirely your brain right now, which is a scary thought. I don't know if I want to think about your brain. I don't tend to like thinking about my brain either, to be honest. No, yeah. no. One thing I will say is this crowd really is filling up right now, yeah. and I, I say this every year that we come here and do this. I do like it when people come here prepped with their... Uh, their ice hockey tops and ready to go. We've got a New York yeah. Islanders fan came in. I saw a Buffalo Sabres fan walk in. There's uh, Kevin Facer wearing a Montreal uh, Canadiens one. I've got my Calgary Flames one on. You don't have your Las Vegas Golden Knights top on there, I Dakota? Yeah. Not yet? I, I just told you about they existed all of half an hour yeah. ago. But you're, I'm a Chicago Blackhawks fan. Um, I go for two teams, Dakota. I go for the Ducks and the Flames. So you're allowed to go for two teams as all it right is. Then. All right. Um, all right. This crowd has just filled up yeah, all of a sudden. Of we are 25 minutes away from puck drop. It's technically me doing it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the ceremonial part. I've got yeah, to try and work out my route here to kind of... Just whacked yourself in the yeah. face with the microphone. You're doing yeah. a good job My here. teeth are too big, it's the problem. Your teeth are too big. <laughs> that's, um, yeah, that's credible. Well done. Uh, in terms of uh, playoff stats, we should just go over some of the scores there. Obviously, we know that the Red Barons have only played the uh, the one playoff game, and that was uh, James Whitaker scored a hat-trick a couple of weeks ago against the Falcons. Uh, Scotty Reid scored two in that one. Other goal scorers in that one, Hargraves, Briggs, and Adams. For the Icebreakers, it's been a very good playoff uh playoffs and Mika Polari who we kind of always he's the early goal scorer Mika Polari always liked to score an early goal from a long distance he scored four goals for the icebreakers in their two playoffs games Jace Davis has scored five Cockrell also scored five and we know how powerful uh, Cockrell can be uh, Rob Maver he scored the three and Nick Turner scoring the three as well so uh, nice spread around there when it comes to the uh, different players uh, scoring the goals which uh, we like a nice spread of players do we not we do. We do like a nice spread of players. Oh. We do like a nice yeah. spread of players. I, we do also like a nice spread of the crowd. We do. Yeah. Which uh, is really packed in. Like, literally yeah. within the space of three minutes, this yeah. place just filled up. They've opened yep. the doors, and they've come flooding the in. The gates have opened. And, now, yeah. I, I don't... Like, I'm, I'm... Obviously, we're not really going to probably find out too much until the game starts itself, yeah. whether it's a pro Barons or a pro Icebreakers. Yeah. I'm seeing a few red streaks on the faces here of some of the children, so I'm going to guess the Red Barons maybe will have the crowd support. But I'm going to say, just from a, a fan, like it's kind of similar to an AFL situation. Yeah. The Giants and the, the Suns don't have a big fan base. They've got to build up to it. Yeah. Whereas the Red Barons have been around in this league for a long time. Uh, you know, Obviously, uh, one of the, the teams that have been in here, they've got to sign up on the wall, so you know they've been in it for they a long do, time. Yeah. I'm going to say this is going to be probably more pro-Red Barons. I think they've got the supporter yeah. base, the hungry supporter base. We know our yeah. good friend Paul Luttrell, who yeah, sadly like, isn't in like the commentary the box. Suns when they first came into the AFL. They didn't have much of a no, support. No, they didn't. So, but, oh, uh, maybe a better one's a great Red Barons but uh, Yeah, well, I mean, look. a better example. I, I like the Suns better than the Giants, but uh, yeah. there's, there's reasons behind that. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume that the Barons will have a bit more support here this evening. Um, good. Good. which the people here uh, are getting ready for. There's actually a kid there with a grey and orange beanie on, which I don't know if that means he's a GWS supporter. Wow. Very you find them, yeah. 
it's, it's interesting when you actually see GWS supporters anywhere. Um, the interesting thing, too, that we should note, we were joking about it with the icebreakers when we were in their room before. Yeah. They've never actually lost a playoff game. This is their yeah. third playoff, yeah. and they won their previous two. Yeah. So if yeah. you want to be technical, the icebreakers are completely undefeated yeah. in the playoffs. Made it, they've never not made it to the grand final. True. Which is incredible stuff. I know, right? It's absolutely they're crazy. It's yeah. 100% when it comes yeah. to grand finals. Yeah. On the flip side of that, uh, the Red Barons coming into these playoffs... Uh, they struggled. They actually had not won a playoffs game since 2012. So they've kind of broken that duck. But when it comes to their playoffs games in the last uh, seven years, the only side they've ever beaten is the Falcons. So um, here's a bit of a statistic for you when it comes to the Red Barons. I mean, last season they were eliminated in the elimination final to the Falcons, didn't make the playoffs in 2015, lost the semi final in 2014 to the Falcons, limit, uh, didn't make the playoffs in 2013. Uh, went out in 2012 in the uh, the semi-final to the Sharks and, of course, lost that grand final back in 2011 to yeah. the Cougars. Uh, I don't have any stats for the icebreakers. I've already gone over Fair this. Enough, yeah. um, just going over the grand finals in recent years because um, we, we want a close game. I guess kind of at the end of the day, Dakota, you and I are neutral observers. You know, sadly, the Falcons and the Cougars didn't make it. But we are neutral observers, are we not? Yes, sure. So we want a good game. Sure. This crowd around us want a good game. Yeah. So uh, judging on recent grand finals, though, last year wasn't a close game. Do you remember last year? Uh, just. The 15-9 to nine blowout oh, yeah, that was that last yeah, year yeah, yeah. that we literally had 14 goals scored in the final period. That was an yeah. epic game was, last year. That was one, the Cougars one, wasn't the it? The Cougars belted that yeah. one in. They were 8-2 up at the guess, end of the second. Guess, guess and they the just. Had, but there was 14 yeah. goals scored in that final period. Yeah. So uh, That was crazy. Incredible. Yeah. 2015, uh, of course, the Falcons defeated the Sharks 7-1. Now, I remember that game quite well because that was a very tight, close game for the most part. Yeah. It was 3-1 heading into the third period. Uh, but the Falcons blew it out. They won it 7-1. The Sharks only scored, I believe from memory, they actually scored the first goal of the game and just did not score after that. So they only scored one game for the... That's the, the lowest score we've had in grand final in the mm. last uh, seven years. The biggest blowout we had in, since we've been calling it back in 2014, the Falcons ripped apart the Sharks 16-7, uh, just absolutely creamed them. That was a dominant year for the Falcons. Uh, 2013, that was kind of uh, the, the passing of the torch, so to speak. The Cougars that year went for the three-peat, uh, but they... Uh, Unfortunately, couldn't quite do it. They were leading all game against the Falcons, but the Falcons came through to win 8-6. That started their three-peat, of course. 2012, um, similar story. The first three that we called, the side that was winning all game ended up losing in the third period. Oh, I can so, see, the, uh, see the Jumbotrons. Oh, the Jumbotrons yeah. up. We've got some lovely little scenery that. going on yeah. there. It's Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Some advertising going on here for San Francisco. <laughs> uh, Cougars 7-5 back in 2012. And uh, the Red Barons, last time they made it, of course, 2011, uh, they lost that one, 8-11, to the Cougars. Now, they did, I will say, the Red Barons did win in 2010. I don't have that score or who they beat, Mm. so I I can't do the uh, official statistics (laughs) of that, but I I do know that they did win in 2010. So, uh, they've technically won. He's another uh, NHL fan. We've got an Arizona Coyotes fan walking up there with his stick, and good to see, and everybody now is just kind of lolling around, and we're listening to this very interesting soundtrack. Which, uh, yeah. what'd you put on the soundtrack if I'd, I'd put, um, not sure, to be honest. A bit of, bit of the Beebs? No, no, none of the Beebs, definitely. No Beebs? No, no Beebs. How can you not have no the Beebs? Beebs yeah. is an ice hockey staple. He's Canadian. He yeah, likes his hockey. I mean, yeah, he jumps on any bandwagon team that's doing well in the NHL. You can put so. Beebs in an ice hockey game. 
Oh, put a bit of the baby baby when they score a goal, you know? Probably, you know. Maybe a bit of Motorhead. Motorhead? Yeah. None of your um, Rise Against, beloved Rise Against no. at all? No? No? no. Uh, one thing we should obviously note uh, that's different well, here in the, the playoffs, of course, is uh, generally they do stop clock for whistles, uh, mm. which is obviously different when it comes to the regular season. They just do let the... Uh, the, the play go even when a whistle's blown now sometimes they do uh, alternate that I, I believe a couple of the grand finals they've still let the play go when the whistle's gone and they only stop it in the last period uh, sometimes they do it for the entire game we haven't been told which way it's going this time around so uh, we'll let you know in terms of the overtime uh, rules something as well we haven't necessarily been clarified yeah. I think I don't know if you remember we had a playoff game last year went into overtime and we thought it was golden goal yeah, but it yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. Uh, that went into double overtime if I'm not mistaken with that game it did, so yeah. um we uh, will wait and see what that will be. I mean, we would like to see an overtime uh, result. Yeah, that would be awesome. But uh, isn't that a nice picture of us? Yeah. It's Look at us there, happy nice. with Paul in the oh, box. Oh, yeah, Paul. Where's he? Where's he at? He's training. Yeah. Training for a race. Yeah, isn't he? Isn't Hello he to Paul if I you're listening, Paul. We miss you, Paul. <laughs> this is the thing. Paul's beloved Red Barons make yeah. the grand final yeah, and he can't he even show up. Can't even show up. No. Couldn't get a ticket. That's what it was. Yeah. 100,000 people yeah. cramming in here. So many. He actually didn't have to today. He wasn't expecting to make it to the grand final. He wasn't. Just uh, some tweets here, Dakota, just uh, to go through. Uh, yeah. Justin Bieber has tweeted out. Oh, has he? He says, go icebreakers. Oh, uh, cap off a go. good year. That's, that's good to see there. Okay. That's I nice. have a tweet here from uh, Katy Perry. Oh, Katy Perry's Katie tweeting Perry, in. Great. Yeah. What does Katy say? Um, don't care much for ice hockey, but this should be a good game. Okay, cool. Yeah. Donald Trump's tweeted in um, saying, Red Barons and icebreakers, not real teams. This is all fake news. Sad. Okay, well, that's, that's yeah. you know, pretty standard Donald <laughs> Trump, really. Um... Fair enough. We'll, we'll keep tweeting. Hashtag right. VDLGF2017. Right. I think it's just 17. Don't put in the 20 in there. Yeah, it's I'm a VDLGF17. Sure. Uh, send us your thoughts, questions. We'll probably take about a year to uh, yeah. do it. And, I don't uh, think I've been on Twitter since the last grand final, actually. I don't think you have. Our referees mm. here this evening are going to be uh, the esteemed Rob Pike and Kevin Facer. As uh, Rob Pike pulls his lipstick out and is just drawing some uh, circles out there on the ice to make sure we've got the uh, face-off spots ready to go. The uh, the lines are uh, sort of faded away a lot since I yeah, think we've been here. But these have. goals, which can we mention? Yeah. Brand new, metallic, brilliant-looking goals, nets ready to go. Uh, they're certainly fine-looking, uh, fine-looking nets, raring to uh, certainly yeah. up and ready to go. And this is this is the moment where the teams, of course, are in their locker rooms right now. They're having their their final words, their mm. final chance mm. to say we are. We are now a good 15 minutes away from this game beginning. What 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 what's being said right now in the rooms? Um, okay, I think think in icebreakers there's there's a bit of uh, okay boys. We never expected this. We'd get this far, and he's really just bashing himself with the microphone. I just don't <laughs> know thought, what his problem here is. Um, we've got a good chance to win our first grand final, and um, you know, don't not too much pressure. There's always like other years, but. Play, play your best, and, yeah. and back in the back in the Red Barons, we got all right, boys. We haven't made a grand final for seven years, and we're gonna do this. So you pull your heads in and get out there and break some ice. Good, good call there. Yeah. I think that's pretty standard. Um, really got to like focus on the fairy tale nature of this mm, grand final, yeah. though. Like, I mean, we've gone all over those players, but. Whoever does win tonight, uh, there's going to be a great Cinderella story. Obviously, the icebreakers, first year in the competition. To win it, first crack, that will be a big deal in itself. 
but uh, when it comes... I do like that Jumbotron. We'll talk about the Jumbotron in a second. But when it comes, obviously, to Mika, to Leighton, you know, so many years, so close. They've lost three of these in the last seven years. For them, that will be huge for them. Mm, but then yeah. also, same with the Red Barons, Hargraves, Reed, Adams. You know, they've they've been sort of in the... the almost the whipping boys. I mean, the Red Barons, just, it's been a long time since they've been here, so... For them, uh, you know, either way, we're going to look at, we're going to have a, a great story to tell. Uh, but, yeah, you're right, this sort of Jumbotron yeah. um, scoreboard. That's amazing. That is that is a beautiful-looking thing. Yeah. That is, um, wow, that is the Natalie Portman of scoreboards. <laughs> uh, that is that is absolutely beautiful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a photo of that. That's how, that's how beautiful it is. Good job here for the uh, Van Diemen's League. Yeah to do that I'm just I'm just eagerly keeping an eye out here of uh, when I'm being called down yeah. to the ice so you're going to have to what are you, what are you going to talk about when I I'm down there no clue probably just com- just, I'll probably just commentate your movements I guess commentate <laughs> my movements yeah. I guess you should probably give me that clipboard so I can figure something out to t- say possibly possibly yeah. I'm not too sure yeah. I might have to duck down a few minutes earlier I think I need to use the bathroom I'm getting nervous oh okay you're a bit nervous are you? not really but I just thought I would uh, make it out like I am it's a beautiful, beautiful day here in Hobart. Beautiful day for, for hockey. It's uh, yeah. cold and wet and rainy. It's about nine degrees outside. Yeah. The mountain's completely covered in mist. We're uh, smack bang in November. It's meant to be getting yeah. warm right now. But uh, currently, everybody on a Saturday evening decided to come and, and witness this. Uh, yeah. This yeah, the whole of Hobart s- is just here. Oh, 100,000 plus we're, yeah. we're looking for tonight at the Ganoka yeah. Sam. And kind of just point out, in the year that we've, since we've been here, they really have gone out of their way to uh, to upgrade this facility. You Definitely, know, yeah. as we mentioned, the new the jumbotron that's gone out of their way here. The concession stands, yep. the tickets, ticketless paper system, uh, the ticketless. That doesn't make sense, does it? The ticketless the system, the paperless system. <laughs> thank you, yeah, thank yeah. you. That's why we have Dakota here. Uh, <laughs> just, it was a breeze coming through the turnstiles. Oh, you know, it? Yeah. flash flash down media accreditation. We'll bang straight up into the the commentary box. You know, the usual droves of people yeah. wanting autographs Ooh, and selfies. It's on an iPad. Like. It's a, look oh. at all Dakotas, like, you know, it's iPad technology. Look at that. That's cool. I like that. Look at Dakota getting oh. excited. Yeah. We're getting to the point Ooh. now where people are still showing up here to the, the stand and they're looking, they're trying to find a seat. They're trying to yeah, say, oh, have you saved me a seat like you promised? But, no uh, prevail. Not quite, yeah. not quite. Packed to the max here. I like this sort of, like, I don't know if, if that is lipstick or what they've done with the sort of the, the ice, I think the... The dots where they put for the, uh, the textiles. It honestly just looked like texture. I think I think Ron Pike's got a bit of the lipstick. You know those yeah, Canadians. Yeah. You know the Vancouver. They pull yeah, up the thing definitely. and they just draw it they've on. Also, they've reinforced the net here as well. They have. Since well, we last came. Want to hope so. You know, I think they've gone to Bunnings and uh, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, speaking of Bunnings, uh, oh. lowest prices are just the beginning. Um, go to your local Bunnings store. We're still yeah. always trying to get sponsors. Yep, sponsored by the Bunnings. Brink. Actually, Bunnings end. Of the Bunnings end, of course. Uh, the right hand side of us, going towards that in the other city. Side, end. North city. Yep. We're going to call that the Caltex end the this Caltex year, Dakota. Uh, I think that that's appropriate. We're going to sponsor it. Yeah. So the the Caltex end, great Caltex petrol. End. Great yep. giant sausages yep. and the staff are kind of cute. Yeah, so that's she what was. we're going to say for Caltex. <laughs> and um, hello to all our Caltex yeah, friends. Yeah, hello. And the uh, Bunnings End. Um, lowest prices are just the beginning. Yes. Mm. Uh, great if you want a sausage on a Saturday. Yeah. I didn't get yeah. mine today. I but, couldn't. Uh, we're here. We've got responsibilities. True. Mm. If anybody listening wants to bring us a sausage, by all means, do. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Dim Sims, we're always open. Dim Sims, did they have any at the uh, Caltex? I didn't see any. I don't think so. They just had no. sausages and pies. Sausage rolls and pies, rather. No, it's, it's a bit disappointing yeah. really, that they mm. did that. Now, the last few years that we've done this, I mean, you know, generally the ceremonial puck drop of it is the, the Honourable Mayor of Glenorchy, Christy Johnson. Um, um, what mayor? 
what you mayor? Know? There's no mayor. <laughs> yeah. You and I are as much as the mayor right now we as uh, Christy is. But uh, she usually joins us in the commentary box. So, I mean, you by all means give a Christy Johnson impersonation if you want to. Um, uh, uh, I uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Christy. Pleasure having you in the box. Um, those comments might not necessarily... <laughs> of a plug for me. I'm running for Autumn in this oh year. Oh god, so, I'm so um, glad I'm leaving the state. Like, yeah. Finally when I get to like you know, the next council elections so, hey, I'll be I'll be hey, in hey, Queensland. Hey, so. I'm the co-leery for Autumn of GCC why, this why? year. What do you offer? I offer <laughs> a stable Kentucky City Council. Really? Can you promise I'll that I'll do my best. Can you promise that though? No, I don't think anyone can to be honest. You, you should be running for the head of um, TIFF because Joe might be a oh, senator. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, good yeah. luck for Joe. Joe Seeker, yeah. vote one, Pembroke. Yeah. One ash has gone today. Yeah, today's the day. So Jeez. I don't know if we were meant to. Where is Pembroke? Pembroke's over the sh- over the river. Okay, so that's fine. Not we're us. fine. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sure. we're Denison. No, no, no. The 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 Senate ones are different. Oh, are they? The upper house. I think I'm Elwick. Mm. I think the upper house of different eras. Anyway, hello to all our political fans out there. We're yeah. getting we're getting close here because we've got some of the icebreakers players. Polari in front of us is doing the. Uh, the usual Finnish stretches. Uh, that's just how they do it in Finland. Um, that's peak Finnish. That's peak Finland right there. That is as happy and as excited as a Finnish person gets. Like, when he, if he wins this and he gets a victory speech, we're so happy to win this game for the icebreakers. That's literally peak Finland right there. Like, that is... You do you not get it. all your Finnish people on Kimi Rakkanen and Mika Hakkanen. And Valtteri Bottas <laughs> and Haki Kovalainen yeah, and, and any other fun. Finnish person that has ever been a Finnish person. <laughs> um... But Cockrell down there, just uh, that's late in the course, having a bit of a conversation there with Marcus. I wonder if he's just sort of saying, hey, Marcus, like, you know, just, uh, you know, if you accidentally put a couple of goals up there on the scoreboard, that will be all right. Cockrell having a few words here to Kevin Face, Kevin Face having a few nods, saying, yes, yes, Leighton, it's okay. We'll give you a few of those calls. That's fine. Uh, I do like how we do have one Sharks player and one Falcons player being the uh, the other um, yeah. the referees. No Cougars players, of course. No. We know how good referees they would be because they're very esteemed and professional. The Cougars, uh, but sadly, um, no, no they're, they're they're video referees here. Wasn't there another team Tony called Rogers. the Ducks at some point? The Mighty Ducks, the Lancers, the Mighty Ducks last year, uh, sadly uh, folded, yeah, right. uh, and the Icebreakers came in. So uh, Launceston, <laughs> as often is the case, uh, nothing good comes from there, mm. and they mm. can't maintain anything because it's Launceston. Um, just to speak a little bit quiet in case all of a sudden we've been surrounded by the former Mighty Ducks players or something <laughs> like that. The players are coming out now, getting ready to. Uh, into the ice. Yes, yes. Uh, see Nick Fall there, uh, another Cougars player. Got his digital camera out there, ready to go. Good, good on you there, Nick. Uh, Michael Katinas, uh, Cougar legend, chewing down there on his. He's had a salad sandwich. Is it there, Dakota? I, I, I think, think it's a salad wrap. It's actually. a salad wrap. Looks very healthy yeah. there, Michael. Does, good job. Yeah. I think he might be the man to hold my camera. Ooh. When I go there, Molly Ooh. Facer just emerged from the rooms there. I can see. Good to see Molly back out there with the Red Barons. Um, interesting there that Molly and her father will be refereeing. Ooh, just, uh, you know, a bit, yeah, of, uh, a bit, bit of, of possibility a, yeah. there. Just keep an eye out for that. We have mm. another NHL fan. We've got a New York Rangers fan. We so do, yes. hopefully she won't sit next to the New York Islanders fan. We might have a bit of rivalry in the crowd going on. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to leave you very soon, Dakota. I'm just oh, waiting no. to get the signal. Yeah. Marcus I, don't know, I, have just, no, I actually have no clue what I'm going to talk about. Well, the one, your one job is okay. to not let this seat go because if my seat is taken right. I'm going to I'm going to get angry I'm sure the crowd around me can help me with that <laughs> just, we'll start a riot this is the Ben Waterworth Memorial Commentary seat yeah yeah I, I don't I mean I'm going to sit in your spot when you come well you my ass is that big back, so. so I mean you've got to kind of lay down probably in the in the position <laughs> um, but uh, I, I you know what I might actually make my way down just what because is, 
I'm going to have to squeeze through all these people all right. because if I if I have to do it in a rush, right. they're going to laugh at me and I'll fall over quickly. Yes. So okay. Dakota Leary is going to right. take over this commentary box right now. No I'm going to go down and drop this puck right. and make an idiot of myself. All right. Best That's of luck, sir. Yeah. Be nice to me in the commentary box. Yep. Oh, oh hey. you're being told oh. to wear a Red That's Baron's jersey. Team. Just wear wrong it. Team. Do what you're told. All right. Over to you, Dakota. Hey. <laughs> no, that's Paul. Over, over to you. <laughs> All right. Um, so I've been given a uh, Red Darren's T-shirt here. Um, not my team. Um, probably won't wear it. Um, my team didn't make the grand final, unfortunately. So um, I'm actually going to move into Ben's old seat if I can, like, hold all of this equipment without dropping it all. Oh, let's let's listen to Marcus. Cheering for Red Barons, mainly, I think. Now, as a matter of curiosity, uh, if you are an Icebreakers fan, clap your hands and stop your feet. Woo! Yeah, I'm an Icebreakers fan. Clap your hands and stop your feet. I'm the Secretary for Ice Hockey Tasmania. Um, I'm here just to uh, MC a couple of things. Uh, first of all, as a matter of uh, safety and security, we have an exit here and here. I don't think there's one there, so don't go that way in case of emergency. Uh, toilets are located on the other side of the uh, the games room there. Uh, going over some safety uh, briefings. A little bit of money. Uh, biggest data from Tasmania is representing Australia um, in Dubai early next year. She's trying to raise some funds. Uh, her name is Anne Smith. So we've got a collection box uh, at the, uh, the front desk here. If you're feeling a little bit generous after the game or during any of the period breaks. As a matter of uh, security, please stay either behind these nets for the stands or behind the glass here during gameplay. Um, pucks are liable to go any section down here. You'll probably get hit in the head. We don't want that. Uh, please stay out of the home section here when possible. That is our penalty box. And knowing these teams, that's probably full most of the game. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to introduce you to uh, our officials today. Uh, we've got uh, President of the Committee, uh, Kevin Facer, and uh, Rob Black. Hopefully the microphone can pick all this up. Icebreakers just coming onto the field now. Um, I don't know whether the music playing is an actual team song or not. I doubt it. But, yeah, looking like a very fit team out there. Let's see all the usual usual suspects for the Icebreakers this year. Um, Nick Polari, we've got Chase Davis, Leighton Cockrell, Rob Maber, Per Gustafson, best name ever. Oh, the Red Barons coming out. I wanted to... I wanted to have time to um, read out all the players, I can't, so that's a shame. Bugger. Well, if I see, um, see Mr. I've forgotten his name. That's a shame. Um, yeah, but he's there in number, number 13, so it's a bit unlucky. Um, 
made possibly a bit of a um, bit of an. I uh, no, I've lost my words. Unfortunately, <laughs> I've lost my words. I have no idea where that sentence was going at all. So, um, my tell you about my tell you about my weekend. Do you want this back? Yeah. Um, had to had to give um the jersey back. That's my prized jersey that um was given to me just at that very second. So. We've got some, some crowd members trying to find a seat here, so I don't know where where they're going to go. Um, we really have a packed stadium here at the General Coliseum um, this weekend. This is the this is the packedest I've ever seen it. So should be a good game. Should be very close. Um, Marcus down there is just introducing the players, and Benny will do the ceremonial puck drop for Ice Hockey Tasmania this year. Um, uh, yeah, as we mentioned uh, previously, Christy Johnson, but you know, obviously no mayor this year. Um, Marcus is introducing the Red Barons now. Um, both teams looking quite nervous. Both teams, but also, also both teams looking quite excited at the same time, which is incredible. Um... So, yeah, it should be a very close game. Both teams have incredible players. And um, names to look out for, obviously, Scotty Reed, um, Nick Polari, um, and... Okay, here's Marcus introducing Ben. Here comes Ben onto the ice. <laughs> Hopefully he slips over. That'll be funny. He hasn't slipped over yet. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to slip over. And taking a photo. Oh, there we go. Ceremonial puck has been dropped. I don't know if they play with the ceremonial puck. Maybe they just keep it as a as a thing. Right. Here we go with a game of ice hockey. Let's get this show on the road. Teams just warming up for their last um, for the last five minutes before the game starts, I guess. And uh, here's Ben back. How is that, Ben? I didn't slip over. Oh, you know you didn't. I'm very, uh, I'm very um, disappointed in you for that. Right. Are, you, are you really, or are you just? I, I am. Yes. No, you're not. I actually am. How did you, How did you go? I did all right. I tried to. I was trying to name the players as they were. You were trying to name the, the players. Phil, um, but um. You did realize you had a list in front of you there that you could have yeah, just gone off, right? Uh, well, I was gonna, what I was going to say, if you let me finish. Oh, sorry, that was rude of me, wasn't it? Marcus just talked too quickly, and yeah, I didn't have time to read them all out. So. I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah. I'm trying to. That was alright. Yeah. You yeah. know? That's good. Looking forward to those uh, terrible photos. But hi, how are we? Good, yes? <laughs> good, yeah. 
excited. We've got a good crowd. Yeah, it should be Fantastic fun. crowd. Stretch my legs like um, non-grand final matches. You can't yeah. just um, chillax and sort of, you know, just pull your pants down. and. Yeah, yeah. Can't do what I, I usually you do. Did, yeah, I don't yeah. think you've, you've done that before. But um, yeah, yeah. how great do these teams look out there and their, their new uniforms? I mean, it was only first ever year I ever commentated on this. We had players sort of in a variety of different jerseys they were kind of all a bit all over the place I remember the Cougars are sort of just in these generic blue you know it's just kind of whoever's got a blue jersey let's whack one on but this time around they're full on you know looks looks absolutely fantastic out there so uh, props to everybody involved in this uh, this organisation here in Tasmania to have really turned this league around in the last few years and uh, in what probably will be our last one calling these, at least for the foreseeable future, mm, yeah. I'm uh, right. very happy that this has actually turned out the way it has. It so. should be good. I'm excited for this. Yeah. I'm very excited. This there is, go. got to say, right now, before we give our final picks, before this game starts to go, yep. this is probably one of the most excited I've been in some time. Last year was mm. sort of the clash of the two dominant franchises of the last few years. This is kind of the up-and-comers right now. So right now, we're moments away from starting. Who's your pick? <coughs> final chance. My pick... Uh, I think we need to the icebreakers. Icebreakers. Um, I haven't watched them play, but um, my knowledge of the um, Red Barons from previous previous seasons is that they do not communicate well as a team. Gonna give it um, a score, and they do get quite angry. Ah, uh, score. Give me a, a uh, tip. I give it 10-11 to 10-11. the icebreakers. Oh, close one. Yeah. All right. I am going to say the Barons. I am going to say the Barons will win this one. Nine goals to five. Okay. All right. There we go. Written it down. All right. We're getting ready. Kevin Face are ready to drop the puck. 2017 Van Diemen's League Grand Final is underway and the Red Barons straight away win the draw. The Red Barons going towards the Bunnings end here while the Icebreakers will go towards the Caltex end. And Leighton Cockle already fast out of the blocks trying to uh, stop this early Red Barons possession. They are controlling this already. Reed out there uh, alongside Whitaker and Skills, the starting lineup for the Barons. We've got Leighton Cockle out there. Whoa, Mikapolo is falling down already. And Jason Davis. Was was it, it was maybe. You are yep. correct. It's the beards that throw you. <laughs> They've both got very similar-looking beards that can kind of throw you away. But thank you, Dakota, for clearing that one up. He is okay. Rob Maver is okay. That's uh, good. The only player out there who has tasted Premiership glory before. And he's one person that you definitely want. he's wants. already broken the ice. He has. And Polari already is uh, switched on for Leighton Cockrell. So we've got the... The bearded lineup right now here for the Icebreakers. And Polari, he loves an early goal. He gets it quickly to Davis. Flicks it back towards himself before Davis lets it go. Allows Maver to go over the top. The puck goes over the boards. And we will have a face-off. And do we have stop clock in grand final? Or will it be reserved for the last period? We do have a stop clock. There we go. 18 do, minutes yeah. and 50 seconds remaining in the opening period. I love this scoreboard. Yeah, it's, I like it. It's it is a commentator's good, yeah. best friend. <laughs> just, uh, just to put it out there. Yeah. I think we're, we've, we've cracked the 100,000 mark here at the Gnoxium, Dakota. We might be going for a record. I believe the record crowd is 113,000 at last year's grand final. The Titans of the Cougars and the Falcons. So there's a lot of red in this crowd, but also a lot of grey. There was a big cheer for those icebreakers yeah, out was, there, wasn't there? Yeah. You know, so surprised me slightly. Now, yeah. they, they're struggling to find the puck here, it seems, the referees. Uh, oh. Uh, Rob Pike and Kevin Facer just searching through the uh, Bunnings mm. net there, just uh, attempting to to see it. It's the Caltex net. The Caltex. No, you're right. Oh, I meant they bought it from Bunnings, but they, they oh, it's at the Caltex okay. end. I see what you did there, though. Good point. So for the first time, we're going to see uh, Christine Cockrell out there on the ice, I believe. 
uh, right now for the icebreakers. Uh, so this is your first opportunity to uh, to check her out here, Dakota. Yeah, she'll be good. Former, of course, Australian player. Good to see her out there on the ice. And uh, she's skating her way around there to try and get his a chance here for the Red Barons. Hard we'll race on the her ice. What it's like playing on such a smaller, smaller rink. You should. You um, think I would have asked that question, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, but I didn't. Uh, now we've got here for our Red Barons player out there who. Not too sure who Van Beast is, number 77. Not on our players list, but uh, we'll try and work that out at the moment as Christine Cockrell has the punch. He turns it over to the Red Barons here. As uh, a long shot of goal Ooh, there. Nice save. By skills. Great save there by the icebreakers. Cockrell now has an opportunity. It's sort of a slow kind of uh, it is, feel yeah. to this fight game, isn't it? A lot of... Uh, Players are sort of testing yeah. each other out here at the moment. It doesn't necessarily seem that uh, they're going out of the way. It's Daniel Briggs is number 77 okay. out there. Just to uh, clarify, I've got a wrong number on my seat. Jace Davis Ooh, has a shot. Loud. Far out. And uh, that one is saved. So I'm just going to adjust this on my uh, note here, Mr. Leary, so I know that Briggs is number 77. I can call him that. Goaltender, of course, for the Red Barons, Todd Stringer. Catching that one, and we have a face-off just to the right-hand side of his net. Draw one there by Leighton Cockle. Gets it to Rob Maver. Has a long shot right from the neutral zone. Fantastic shot there. Just sails wide as uh, the Red Barons. Here's Scott Reeve for the first time this evening. He gets it away. Oh, down behind the play. Davis is brought down. Maver, though, gets it and regroups back towards him. Davis fought over there through Scott Reed as Maver turns it over. He's our first uh, opportunity to look at Whitaker. It's going to call him War out there. I'm going to call him Dion Jones at a few times here this evening because he has got Jones' old jersey on. Here he is now, Whitaker, just along the boards. He can take it through Maver. Stops and props, spins it around. Good work there. Quick pass over to Molly Facer. She gets a quick shot away. Oh, a shot there by Scott Reed. Just sails wide. That the was very close. Closest opportunity of the night goes there. And we have a slashing penalty going the way of... Uh, the Red Barons here. So we'll have our first power play of the evening going to the oh. icebreakers. James Whitaker sent to the penalty box. Oh. Two minutes for slashing. And uh, we have a power play. First one this evening. Yeah. Opportunity here for the icebreakers. And uh, they'll go straight into attack with uh, Leighton Cockrell, Jace Davis. And uh, we have Maver on the ice at the moment. This is their strong lineup here that they're confident with. Cockrell in the neutral zone. Switched it over to Maver. He's on a strong angle here. Get off! Oh, it's a net. Davis oh. with the goal! And the icebreakers break the ice <laughs> by scoring the first one of the grand final. Jace Davis with his sixth goal of these playoffs. And that That's is a great fun. way. Well, Scotty Reid will get a bit angry here if they start to lose. Yeah. Well, you've got to say, if there is one positive to come from that goal, it's that the power play officially ends now for the yeah. Red Barons. So they get their full strength numbers right up now as uh, we get an opportunity here for Briggs. Takes on uh, Chris St. Cockrell, who just shoves him aside, if you don't mind. Cockrell just uh, with that puck and flick it around that way. She's looking, she's looking, and she just maintains the puck oh, wow. using the skills there. What a thing, but her pass has only gone as far as referee Kevin Fazer. Unlucky there for Christine as she's actually turned it over accidentally. Lovely little pass there by Hargraves to Skills. Skills! Oh, I thought oh. that had kind of deflected in there. Briggs up against Cockrell again. They're kind of getting a little bit of a rivalry going on here as uh, we see for the first time Gustafsson going on here for the Icebreakers. 
turned over now. Skills has a long shot. Oh, Glove save by McDiamond. Great save. That's that's Joel Richardson-esque. <laughs> Shoves the hand out, catches it in and says, thank you very much, I'll have this puck. You can go back and uh, try again. And I'm sure they'll do just that. The icebreaker's definitely... Uh, whoa, Ooh. as that puck nearly decapitates half the audience. Uh, the icebreakers, yeah. with that goal, have uh, found a bit of the momentum, although the Red Barons still, I think, got to pick this speed up a little bit. Face a lovely pass to Reed. Great skate once again there by McDiamond as uh, Reed just uh, shoving his way through. You're talking about that anger that Scott Reed has. Well, I think he's trying to channel it yeah, a little bit. It's very early days to kind of uh, get too angry with it, but he sort of gets a long deflection away. There we have Whitaker back towards Reed. Whitaker again. Now, what can he do? One side or the other. Long shot. Oh, oh great little work there by Maver. Just sticks his stick out before the uh, puck would even get towards anywhere near the goaltender, McDiamond. Davis, the goal scorer, turns it over. Nearly offside there. And the puck is actually deflected up on the board and uh, down. We've got 14 minutes and 15 to play. Speed getting up a little bit here. A bit more uh, of the the desperation you would want us. I don't say desperation. It's still very early days, of yeah. course, in this game. But uh, the Barons are controlling the possession. But the, the icebreakers are the ones with the opportunities. Hargraves on the draw for the Barons. Loses it to Maver as uh, Skills just along the boards. Turned over, though. He's an opportunity. One-on-one. Maver again up into the rafters and just uh, knocks that one down. And uh, we will have another line change here for the Icebreakers. Gustafson, Nick Turner for the first time this evening and Mika Polari on the ice. Red Barons sticking at the moment with... uh, Briggs, Hargraves, and Scotty Reed. Haven't seen Adams and Reed together yet, Dakota. No. Dynamic duo. Polari. Quick little pass over towards Turner. Turned over. Uh, no pun intended. Skills. Shot. Oh, good pad save there by McDiamond. Uh, it's way too early to mention the sausage, I think, Dakota, but uh, already he's. That's, uh, it's going to be very controversial if the only goal scored in the. Um First period is that one. Oh, and there's a big knockdown there. Polari shoved down by Hargraves. Meanwhile, shot on goal uh, by Skills, saved by McDiamond, who again. Just yeah, very controversial for the only goal, goal scored in the first period. It will be um, the um, power play goal. Well, well, I don't know if controversial is the word, Dakota. Uh, surely. But, uh, it's, it surely shows maybe surely the ice Some conspiracy theorists. Well, look, you know, maybe the icebreakers are a team who can only score with less players than the ice. Who knows? We've got an offside call there, though. Uh, meanwhile, as Davis just brought that one over a little bit and he hadn't allowed his players to scoot back over the line. 12 minutes 20 to play in the first period. one nothing. the score here. Icebreakers leading this game. Face-off won there by the Barons. Reed to Facer. She turns it over, though, to Davis. Davis says Leighton Cockrell, if she wants to use it, does. And Cockrell just can't quite get it. This allows uh, the Red Barons on a right play. Oh, lovely chance there. Oh, and just wide on the net there by Whitaker. He had players falling around him everywhere, but managed to maintain the puck. Now, Davis has got this on the other side, and he can have a shot, but that one just goes wide. The Red Barons regroup. Oh, lovely passing there. It allows Reed to get it. He quickly turns it over. Davis, he's in everything at the moment. And uh, meanwhile, we just have a brief offside moment there. Just, oh, quickly there, Rob Pike, quickly on it. 
tell you one thing, when those Red Barons get those passing, the one, two, three plays, which we know back from our experience in commentating, yeah. is what they're so good at. And here's another opportunity. Quick little breakaway by the Red Barons. Shoots and wide there by uh, Hargraves. He tries to get it. It's not Hargraves, sorry. It is Whitaker. Whitaker with the puck again. He's in everything here. Whitaker can try and get this through as he can troll it around McDiamond. And uh, good defense there by Rob Maver. The Red Barons have turned up. The notch here right now. They've found the offensive mode on the controller. Scotty Reed scores! Hey, there we go. There is the equaliser. Lovely, lovely shot. And Scotty Reed draws it level. He's third of the playoffs. He's uh, 48th goal of the year. And we are all square. One all as we approach the halfway point of this opening period. And this is what we want, Dakota. We want a close game. As... Uh, Polari says, I'm going to win this face off and I'm going to have a long shot because uh, I think he thinks he's Brendan Rose, apparently. Oh, and there's a big fall there. Whitaker's just gone smack bang into the boards. Actually, it's Briggs, sorry, who's uh, just collided with the boards. He's okay. He's up. Shaking himself off. Polari with a long shot. Oh, that's nearly gone actually under the pad yeah, of wow. Todd Stringer. Just want to point out the crowd. If you actually look uh, through that glass section there, Dakota, it's uh, oh, yes. filled up in there as well. It so, is, yeah. once again, great crowd here in uh, attendance at the Glenorchy Coliseum for the 2017 Van Diemen's League Grand Final. It's one all. As uh, there's an opportunity here for Skills, he just couldn't quite control it. He was one on one with the goalie there, but couldn't quite get it. Gustafsson. Oh, he gets the unlucky deflection off the stick of Hargraves there. Meanwhile, the Red Barons can regroup skills. He's got Hargraves on one side, Briggs on the other. Decides to take on two icebreakers, players himself. Allows it to get back to Hargraves. Hargraves finds Briggs. He's got a bit of open space here. Briggs can get the quick shot away. Oh, he just spun himself around there. And there's Christine Cockrell just swoops in like a like an absolute eagle. I guess that's a really bad way of saying it, but I couldn't think of something appropriate to say. Uh, she's involved early. So is uh, Jace Davis. And uh, there's definitely a few players right now who are making this game their own. Luke McDiamond just doing so well on that net at the moment. One all, 9-12 to play in the first. Here's an opportunity. Here scores Leighton Cockrell. Off the draw, quickly gets it. Top right-hand corner. The Icebreakers retake the lead here. 2-1 and Leighton Cockrell scores his sixth goal of the playoffs. And we're back to a one-goal margin, Dakota. Face off, though, by the Red Barons when it Reed gets it straight back over to Whitaker. Oh, great save there by McDiamond. Whitaker trying to control it there in the club corner. Skates away. Jace Davis has the puck. He's only got Molly Face to beat. He just can't quite control. He's got to stuck between his skates. Oh, lovely pass to Leighton Cockrell, but he's turned it over to Reed. Now, Reed, the quick little flick over to Whitaker. Whitaker, can he flick it back? He's got no one there to back him up. Now he does, but Reed can't control it. Leighton Cockrell, one on one, if you don't mind. Leighton Cockrell! Oh, great oh, save, save. by brilliant. Stringer. Fantastic save. Pad down to the left. Closed the situation. gap. Cockrell was closing in very quickly. It's moments now. like that that can win or lose you a grand final, Oy. folks. And all behind the play, Reed and Davis getting a bit intimate. Reed flicks it back to Whitaker. What a save there by Stringer. Cockrell's not a man you want to be facing down at full steam like that. And uh, just remember that, folks. Remember that moment. Speaking of Cockrell, here's Christine. She has the puck right now, but turns it over to Skills. Skills gets it over to Hargraves. Hargraves flicks it back towards Skills. Polaris against the boards. Oh, Skills, one-on-one now. Oh, he's just been that wide. He didn't even get it in close to the net. He'd like to have that opportunity again. He just, he com- just completely stuffed that one up. 
And uh, wow, another one of those moments in a grand final that you kind of don't want to have to have. Turner with the puck. Icebreakers now, Polari deflection off skills and that's almost a three point shot. I'm liking the intensity here, Dakota Leary. Yeah, yeah. It's good, it's very good. It's, uh, it's exciting. Yeah. Great to have your company here. Yeah. Seventh grand final, it's uh, a lot of fun. It is, it's great. And uh, we now have the puck here to Briggs. Briggs flicks it over towards Hargraves. Hargraves one-on-one with Polari, the two old stalemates of this league. Polari wins that one to Turner. Turner back to Polari. Turner has a bit of a pike as he falls himself over. But Polari still fighting it again with Hargraves. Flicks it back now towards Davis. Uh, to, to Turner, but it's turned over. And uh, Hargraves has no option but just to lump that one long and we'll have an icing call. Six minutes, 38 to play in this opening period. The Icebreakers to the Red Barons. One. Yes. That is how That's it what's is. Happened. It? Mm. And uh, they're a bit up and down, aren't they, yeah. with that uh, that clock? Face-off draw there by Cockley. He scored a goal off that one before. Can't quite do it this time around. Davis, meanwhile, turns it over to Skills. Skills has got Briggs if he wants to use him, but he said he just goes on his own. Briggs will get the deflection off the boards, but it's going to be taken away by Davis, who's quick little shot away, though, by Briggs, who just quickly steals it away. Great save there by McDiamond. And Cockrell can regroup in the club's corner. Flicks it over towards Davis. The two goal scorers just passing it off to each other. Now, what will Cockrell do? Back towards Davis. He fakes it though towards Maver. Maver can't quite hold on to it. Briggs is pushing his way through for the Barons. Cockrell just uses the body to shove him out of the way. And they just kind of regroup here on their lines. Reed. Oh, just did not look as Briggs went off. And he thought he was there. But meanwhile, here comes Whitaker. Through, through to Reed. Grotley pass. Reed couldn't quite control it. He's got it back here. Whitaker has a shot again. And great save there by McDiamond. Well, the Red Barons turned a bad situation into a good one there. And if Reed had to control that puck, he was on. As he barnstorms his way through Maver, turns it over to Cockrell, who nearly decapitates Rob Pike, the referee. And uh, Rob Pike, I think, just needs to clean a bit of the poo out of the undies there, Dakota. It must be so scary being a referee, isn't it? Well, we're going to have the puck brought back up into... I think what they do is they stop the clock when the puck is out of play rather than... Um... Yeah, they might be a lot more strict with it in the final period. Uh, Davis, oh, passes it to himself, if you don't mind. He can sweep around the back of the neck, but beautiful job there by Whitaker to come through there and defend. Oh, well done. Whitaker oh, shoves nice. down Davis, if you don't mind, but he still controls the puck along the boards. One-man show here. Whitaker, can he go all the way? Oh, oh great save by McDiamond. That would have been the goal of the match. He single-handedly stole that puck from behind the net, went along the boards himself, skated onto the center ice, had the shot. McDiamond with the great save. My goodness me. Keep an eye out for Whitaker. He's, he's going to light a fuse here at some point. He's got the puck. Looking for it now. Reed has it. Flicks it back to Whitaker. Love the shot. Molly face all by herself. Has a shot. Can't close the angle. Great save by McDiamond. Gets the puck. Wasn't going to go in anyway, I don't think. It was going to no, hit, the, there was, hit the post. She needed to go, I think, a little bit higher than that. She needed yeah. to get a bit of air in that puck to have any opportunity. But the gap was way too tight there. For Molly Facer, but uh, we have another draw here, Hargraves. Oh, Christine Cockrell just storms away through, if you don't mind. She's going to flick this one back towards Gustafson, but can't quite do it. Hargraves there, but not where he wants to be. He's got the puck, though, this time around. He's got Briggs if he wants to use him. 
skills and Cockerell steals it away. This is Christine Cockerell this time around. She's spun around a little bit and Hargraves can't find the puck. Neither can Cockerell. She's got it now. Can she flick it back to Davis? Good job there by skills to just steal away through two players. Oh, He's nice. now got it in the neutral zone. Flicks it back to Hargraves. Hargraves tries to get it through Gustafson, but he can't quite do it. Cockerell, what can she do? Nothing. Gustafson, oh, he loses the puck. And Hargraves, oh, three on two opportunity here for the red bounce. Good oh. shot there by Skills. Can't call control. Oh, oh, and he does. Skills. McDiamond makes his first mistake of the match. He spilled the puck. And it was just a sitter there for Skills to pop it in. He had to put it in, and he did. And we're back to two all. Two all towards the end of the first period. And, uh, yeah. well, look, McDiamond's played such a strong game up until this point, and he's still playing a strong game. You know, we're all make mistakes. Yeah. And he just couldn't quite control that one. Spilled it straight to Skills, who had a... Wide open gap, and that gap was enough for him to slide in the puck, and we have a even scoreline right about now. Face off, won by the Barons as they flick it back towards their defensive zone. Molly Facer towards Scott Reed, flicks it lovely past the as it falls over. The puck dribbles back towards Facer, but Davis storming his way through, can't quite get to it as Reed just bides his time slightly. He's got the puck now. He's just maintaining his composure. Oh, Davis just wants to put him off his zone there. He was about to fall over, but he's like, nah, I'm not letting you control this. I'm going to tap it away from you. Davis, the one-man show. Oh, finds it open. Leighton Cockrell. Oh, he clings the bar. You can hear that one from up here. Meanwhile, here comes Whitaker. Oh, is there a trick there by Mavis? Shot at goal by Reed. Now, we're going to have a delayed penalty here. They called for a trip. It is. Mava is going to the box, and we will have a penalty and a power play, 157 to go in this period, which will mean for the first time the Barons get themselves a power play. That was, I think it was an obvious trip. It was uh, unfortunate, but uh, here it is. Red Barons power play. Reed gets it back towards Whitaker. Whitaker towards Skills. Skills, oh, he has the shot, but he just loses control of the puck. He looks and waits back towards Whitaker over the top. Reed. It's kind of this uh, binding play, and we've got Polari and Christine Cockrell out there. Whoa! Oh, as Polari gets boarded, bang! And I think we're going to have a charging penalty. We will, and that is going to be two on two. So their power play lasted all of thirty seconds, and Hargrave's not happy with that call. But uh, look. It's the difference, I think, between this league and regular ice hockey leagues is the fact that you've got a smaller rink, you've got a little bit more obstruction when it comes to danger. So we're going to have two-on-two two right now. And uh, we thought three-on-three three was uh, fast. I see two-on-two. Scotty Reed and Tobias Skills with Christine Cockle and Mika Polari. Indeed. Oh, Polari with a long shot and nearly Stringer failed with that one. Reed, he's not holding back. Oh, good save by McDonough, but it's really down to the... Uh, the goaltenders right here. As uh, Skills find himself all by himself in the neutral zone. Good work by Pilar. Oh, silly wobbling itself down into the net. But uh, McDiamond will cover that one up and we will have a, a draw. So what will happen here, of course, is that the uh, Icebreakers will get about a 30-second power play at some point here. Uh, so we'll wait and see when that, of course, happens. Skills with the puck. We've got 47 seconds remaining in the opening period. It's even Stevens right now. Skills. Goes behind the net. Leighton Cockles on the ice right now. Davis haven't seen Leighton and Christine on the ice together at the moment. So we'll see if that happens at some point. Long shot by Davis. And it seems both sides right now happy to play for time. 
Both not really going out of their way to attack. They're just uh, maintaining possession. 27 seconds left in this period. As Skills has it. Love a little pass over. He's got 17 seconds here. Scotty Reid! Oh, good shot there on an angle. Can't quite close the gap. 12 seconds remaining here. Icebreakers Davis just decides to go for a long shot rather than anything. Eight seconds remaining. Seven, six. Can they go for a shot? They're happy to wait for the clock to end. Three seconds, two seconds. Nobody wants to do anything except wait for that whistle. And the end of the first period, the Red Barons two, the Icebreakers two. We are all even Stevens after one. Dakota Leary. What an opening period. Well, I mean, the scoreboard says it all, doesn't it? It does. Uh, not many goals scored, and level on, level on goals to all. It's very, very close, um, close game. Um, two penalties either side as well. Um, it is. Well, we've got two seconds remaining of the uh, icebreakers penalty and 32 seconds of the... Uh, the Baron. So when we actually start this period, we'll have two on two for two seconds. Mm. Then we'll have 30 seconds of a power play for the icebreakers. And then from there, it will be back to three on three. Yeah. So um, it's very tight. It's very even to go over the goal scorers so far in this period. Of course, we are opened up with a great goal by Jace Davis for the icebreakers before all things were, of course, leveled up by Scott Reid, one all. The, uh, the go-ahead goal then by Leighton Cockrell for the icebreakers made it 2-1 before Twire Skills, the spill by Luke McDiamond, and we have a 2-all scoreline. And uh, I have to say, Dakota, it started off slow in intensity. It seems yeah. like the teams are kind of just tying each other off a little bit, trying to see, uh, you know, what was going to happen with each of them. The icebreakers sort of turned up the wick a little bit there. Then the Red Barons really put on the wick, and uh, this is what we wanted. We want a tight, close game. Yeah, it's very good. I'm very happy with this, yeah. As uh, Michael Katinas out there gets the uh, old Jim Beanie ready to go. Uh, standout player so far. Jace Davis has been very, very strong for the icebreakers. Christine Cockerell, fantastic as well. Rob Maver, Mr. Consistency. Uh, Mr. Premiership, of course. The only one out there who's tasted Premiership glory. And uh, for the Red Barons, well, we've been told to keep an eye out for Mr. Whitaker. I've kept an eye on him, and uh, I like what I I'm see. Impressed, yeah. Uh, he's definitely uh, maintained a, a strong presence out there on the ice, but uh, has had the... Uh, the duo of Reed and Adams. Haven't seen a whole lot of Adams, it has to be said, Dakota. He's yeah. uh, not being used as much. Yeah. Uh, surprising, really seen limited time for him. And uh, no Adams Reed lineup and no Cockrell Cockrell lineup. So. No, no. Oh, we have had it once. Have we? Yeah, we did have it once during the um, power play. Okay. Well, or during the penalty. Wasn't paying attention to that. But uh, there you go. This crowd here just. Uh, eagerly anticipating. So going over the last uh, six of these that we've called, Dakota, this is uh, the first time since 2013 that we have an all-level period one. Hmm. So back in 2013, the Falcons-Cougars grand final, it was also two all at the end of the first period. Uh, That game uh, ended up being an 8-6 victory to the Falcons, but uh, in the second period, the Falcons would only score one goal, the Cougars would score three. Uh, and then, of course, in the final period, the Falcons will score five. The Cougars would only score the one. So uh, this is it's, it's a rare occasion in the uh, Van Diemen's League in the last at least seven years, six years, yeah. to have an all-scored, uh, all-tight level. This time last year, the Cougars had a 6-1 advantage. So that's kind of your difference when it comes to uh, how that's playing out. Are you, you, you're still confident on your 11-10 scoreline here, Dakota? No, but I do still think it's going to be one goal in it. You do think there's no Maybe closer to yours, your predictions. My 9 5 yeah. prediction? Oh, wait, no. I thought you did 4 5 for a second. No, 9 but 5. Maybe 4 5. 
Maybe four or five. One thing that uh, will I, I can probably guarantee you happen at some point throughout this coverage, ladies and gentlemen, is that we will probably go silent for a few minutes and uh, we will have to quickly change the batteries. Luckily, I have brought the emergency Duracells. Oh. Great battery company, Duracell. They've got a bunny on it, which is all good and stuff like that. So uh, at some think, point, we... think a fight will break out? In the oh, look, I think it's the grand game final. Game. I think that no... I mean, in the in the years we've been commentating this game, we've probably only seen two real occasions where there's been a full-on violent situation. Yeah. Uh, it's very much frowned upon in the uh, Van yeah. Diemen's League. These are, of course, all very close-knit people when it comes to uh, this competition. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I highly doubt we will see that at some point, Dakota. But um, okay. Let's see how we go. Gonna gonna risk this these batteries lasting until the end of the second period, and then we'll change. Hopefully, that should be okay. okay. We're on one. We're on one bar to make it professional. Um, which one's the up there in the corner? Okay, Dakota, that's probably one. a bit risque, but well, we can always change them now and see if the other two will last longer. That's that's probably a better idea. Do you want to do that? That's I think we should. All right. Well, let's listen to the one, the only esteemed battery legend that is Dakota Leary, and we're gonna have a brief break in transmission. Have a word from our sponsors that we don't have any. And you'll hear from us in just a few seconds. And welcome back. I hope you enjoyed those uh, invisible moments of nothing because you didn't hear anything different. Uh, nothing else has changed because we're still waiting for the players to come on the ice. Obviously a bit of an extended break in the grand final. And uh, nothing's changed. It's still 2-4. Um, but yeah, just uh, Marcus, very much busy man with his little man pack. You notice his little man pack there? Little Marcus man yeah, bag yeah. that he, he has on his back there. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. I've seen that. Manly. Yeah, fairly manly. Hmm. Do you, Do you find that amongst all the manly things that you've seen in your life that that's one of them? Look, I have to say that yes, it definitely is. One That'd of be one of the weirdest questions I've ever asked in my uh, radio career. In my life, yeah. Um, but all right, players ready to go. They've they've had their words. They've had their oranges. They've had their Gatorades. They've had their their Tumblr sessions, they've checked their Facebook, they've tweeted out, Dakota's got new, uh, Marcus has got his jumper, I should say, it's not Dakota, and he's yes. man, look at that man back, man back satchel, I don't know what you call that, he's very manly, he's always, he's saying, like, you, you take my jumper, because I'm going to sit there, whether you like it or not, and he's forcing his way up into the crowd, this is, this is what happens when you're the secretary in a Hollywood superstar, is, yeah. you know, I wonder if he knows Kevin Spacey. I don't know. Just a random question. I like Kevin Spacey. I want to comment on all those situations. I think it's a bit strange. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Kevin Spacey. We're here to talk about period two. Leighton Cockrell about to face off against Tobias Skills. Face off Rob Pike. Period two. Van Diemen League. Grand final 2017. Barons towards the Caltech's end. The Icebreakers towards the Bunnings end. And as it was in the first period, the Red Barons win the draw. And that two-on-two is over. Maver is on the ice. So the power play here to the icebreakers for another 19 seconds. Davis, of course, the only time uh, one of their goals they scored was on a power play. So they're 100% record right now on power plays. They've got 10 seconds to do this. Maver! Oh, good save there by Stringer. And they've got five seconds to go on this power play, and they're not going to get a goal off it because the puck is going to be iced at the other end. And we're three-on-three as... Uh, Whitaker comes straight on the ice and Leighton Cockrell says, how you doing by giving a bit of a shove? And we're back to three on three hockey here, Dakota Leary. As Whitaker has the puck, he's got skills not quite where he wants him to because the puck has been turned over now. Reed 
along the boards, back to Skills. Skills towards Whitaker. Powerful pass here. Whitaker just goes around. Leighton Cockrell. Whitaker, lovely pass to Reed. Great passing there by the Red Barons, but a fantastic save by McDiamond. It's what the Red Barons are dangerous when they get to that little one, two, three, backwards across each other like that. It's beautiful to watch. It's also beautiful to watch Luke McDiamond save pucks like that, Dakota Leary. It is very, very special to watch, yeah. I think he's been watching his Joel Richardson tapes, if I have no, to be I, honest. Yeah, I think he definitely He's been has, studying yeah. the glove of yeah. Joel Richardson. Studying his all-time hero. Of oh, awesome. Everybody's hero is that. Is, uh, well, Briggs gets uh, shoved out of it there as he tried to storm his way through. It's turned over, though, by the icebreakers. Skills decides to Brendan Rose out from nowhere. The long-distance angled shot. McDiamond can't quite hold on to it. Allows Hartgraves to get the puck. Now, if he spins around, he's got a fairly open Briggs. But now he's been covered by Gustafsson. Tries to get it across towards Skills. Ooh. And uh, Polari. In, so. the, bearded, the bearded bonanza there by Mika. He's uh, got the puck turned back over to him now. So he just waits for some of his players. He lobs it over the top towards Gustafsson. Who he turns it over. Now there's an opportunity here for Briggs, who can't quite get enough power behind it to get to Hargraves. Hargraves somehow has got the puck, just accidentally almost. Nearly got an open skills, but not quite. Hargraves with it again. Just getting a lot of possession, Dean Hargraves. Just hasn't quite had an opportunity to have a shot himself. We've played uh, two and a half minutes in this opening period. Still no score, still two all. Skills along the boards, deflected back towards Polari into the body of Hargraves, who I think he just caught that in his cup. He kind of had that between his legs and he dropped it down. You know what they say about Dean Hargraves, but... What? He has a big cup. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's good. what I, I read and read it. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sure you did. Yeah. yeah. The uh, Asagi Tasmania thread on Reddit. Always pumping. Yes. Whitaker turns over the puck towards Maver, who turns it back over towards him. Now, here's Scotty Reid. If he can get around Leighton Cockrell, which is a hard thing to do, he can't quite do it because Cockrell's got it in the neutral zone. He's just going to maintain possession of it as, uh, wow, Whitaker just shoves him out of the way. He's not afraid to get Ooh. into a vault there. As uh, he gets a little bit angry and slams the ice with his stick. Davis, meanwhile, whoa, Whitaker hey. comes in, uses a body. That's how they do it in Philadelphia. He gets the puck. Oh, goes along the board. Takes on Leighton Cockrell, his nemesis from a few seconds ago. Now he's in that spade corner. He needs some backup. Tries to get Reed. He tries to get the deflection, but he can't quite get it. Meanwhile, Molly Faison with a long shot, if you don't mind. Gloves it in towards McDiamond. You know... There's two things I know about Philadelphia. What do you Three know things Philadelphia? I know about yeah, Philadelphia. Okay. Will Smith is from there, born and raised. Okay. The Philadelphia Flyers, and they make some bloody good I'm cream not sure cheese. If it was actually Philadelphia, uh, if it was actually where it was. West Philadelphia, yeah, born and raised in yeah, the playground. That's, that's, that's the show. Most of my days. That's the show. In real life, Will Smith is from Philadelphia. Look it up. I'm not kidding. He actually is. Right, that's why he like he said that. I will. Yeah. In West Philadelphia, born and raised in the playground is where Whitaker spent most of his days. He's, uh, Skills has the puck right now. Long deflection there by the icebreakers. Oh, Stringer nearly spills that one. Gets it along to Hargraves, who deflects it back towards Skills. Skills, lovely long pass towards Hargraves. Now, Hargraves is going to fight here against Christine Cockrell. Yeah, okay. All right. Thank you. I was right. correct. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, Christine Cockrell with it now. She's taking on two players. Goes all the way around Skills. She can loop this around the net. Oh, nearly. Gustafsson with it, can't quite do much with the skills. He uh, doesn't realise, I think, Gustafsson's there, but he's just going to take his time with it. Flicks it back towards Hargraves. Great job. We're nearly a quarter of the way through this period with no I cannot score. wait till Gustafsson gets a goal. Oh, oh. the Gustafsson glanger. Oh. The glider. He's got it now. No, he doesn't. He turned it over. 
Hargraves will get it and it'll be icing anyway, so it's not going to matter. As we've played five minutes in the second period. And we will have a... What's going on here? There's a few little whistles. we have a penalty? No, we don't. So there might have been a penalty. We have a face-off just to the right-hand side of the icebreaker's net. Reed will take this one against Turner. Flicks it back to Molly Facer. Gets a quick little shot away. Nearly a deflection there by Whitaker. Well, Whitaker just shoves Christine Cockrell out of the way, if you don't mind. Lovely pass there by Whitaker towards Molly Facer. She just couldn't quite control it. Reed, the Red Baron's doing all the possession here right now. Turner tries to hold on to it. He doesn't. He turns it over as uh, we get Molly Facer with this one trying to fight between Gustafsson and Turner. Turner decides to just have a quick little shot away and it wobbles itself down towards the net but Stringer just pads it away with his glove. Facer has the puck. She's looking towards Hargraves. Hargraves, oh, the puck is stuck under the referee. Kevin Facer, move, my friend! As uh, Scott Reed tries to get it away from him. Finally does. The pass back towards Facer. And uh, the Red Barons here are just trying to find a string towards each other. They can't quite get it. Molly uh, Facer is just hovering around that side as Reed has the shot. Here's Davis. Deflected away by Facer. Whoa! There's another trip going on there. I think Cockrell will get... definitely a trip. Strip there for Reed. He's not happy about it. I think it was an accidental one, to be completely honest with you there. He sort of went in for it and... We need what we need as well as that jumbo trip is a replay. We do, but uh, yeah. Cockrell will get two minutes of tripping. We'll have a power play here for the Red Barons. But, yeah, I think it was completely accidentally. Sort of put his stick down in there and at the same time got tangled up with Reed. Reed fell over and uh, Cockrell shaking his head down there at the bench. Skills with it. Has a quick shot away. Oh, Hargraves there nearly for the deflection. Can't quite get it. Polari, can they get the underhanded goal here? As he lobs it forward and we've got Briggs, Skills and Hargraves power play lineup, and we've got uh, Christine Cockrell and Mika Polari out there for the icebreakers. Hargraves with the puck. Just taking his time through the neutral zone. Oh, a bit of an elbow there in the face of Cockrell. A bit of an accidental one, though. He won't get pinned for it. All by himself, though, is Briggs. Briggs and spin around Polari. He's got to pass it backwards here to Hargraves, and Hargraves all by himself in the neutral zone. Get it over towards skills like that, and oh, I tell you what. McDiamond was looking the other direction and he if uh, Skills had have just kept yeah. that down to ground level that was in but unfortunately he couldn't quite control the direction of that shot and it went over the boards and uh, face off it's one minute remaining of this power play for the Red Barons as uh, Hargraves wins a draw tries to go around Cockrell does but Polari gets his stick in there where it's needed He's good at putting his stick in places where it's needed, Polari. We know that. Skills regroups back. We're going to have a quick little line change here. Reed comes on for Briggs. So we've got Reed, Hargraves, and Skills. Reed, whoa, just gets tangled up in Hargraves. He still has a part. Cockrell, meanwhile, she tries to get it away but can't quite do it. 34 seconds till her brother can come back on the ice here, Christine. Reed has it, flicks back towards Hargraves. Hargraves along the boards to Skills. Turns it over. Polari can go long shot. Good save. Bastion. Oh, and there's a big collision <laughs> between the two Red Barons yeah. players of Reed and Whitaker. And that just rattled them because the icebreakers nearly scored on the underman goal. Bit of a Bronx jeer from the crowd as they've nearly had to run out. And oh, what's going on there? There's a goaltender interference being uh, whistled there by Rob Pike. And that will end the power play. Wow. That was... Uh, yeah. 
That was a collision. That was definitely a collision. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely hear yeah. that. As meanwhile, we're back to 3-3 three three hockey. During, um, during half-time there. That's, there's going to be a few rattled brains in that one, the Red Baron's camp. Oh, and there's a collision this time around, though. It's between opposing members wow. of the team. As Whitaker involved again. Oh, and oh, Skills nearly with the look-away goal deflected into the corner. I think that's... I'm wow. almost certain that's gone in and bounced out. No, I I'm think it... I'm almost positive. It, it, look, they're not questioning it, but that would have they been should. the goal of the millennium. That was Harlem Globetrotter stuff. It was stuff. the goal of the millennium. It he had out. it. Didn't even look. Flicked it up. Top right corner, and I think it's just nicked the post. We still haven't got a goal this period. It's still 2 all. 10.45 to play. As Davis barnstorms his way through. Facer, though, stops him. Gets it to a teammate of Reed. Reed back towards Whitaker. Turns it over, though, to Davis. Davis only got face to beat. Long shot there by Davis, and the puck will bounce itself out of play. And we will have another face-off. These ties are so evenly matched in this period. There's only really been one or two opportunities for either side this time around. But uh, we're nearly at the halfway point of the period, which, of course, means it's at the halfway point of the match. Tight game, Dakota. It is a very tight game. Reed, long shot. Good save there by McDiamond. Can't quite clear it out of it, though. Whitaker back to Molly Face. Molly Face on the blue line. She can have a long shot, and it's deflected out once again. As we do now officially cross the 10-minute mark, we are halfway through the period, halfway through the match. It is two all. No goals scored in the second period so far. Hope you're enjoying listening to our coverage, our exclusive coverage, Dakota. We can use that word. Can't can't hear it anywhere else. Well, you can't. Uh, as Christine Cockle versus Molly Face are the two girls going at it. And uh, it was even Stevens there. Meanwhile, here's an opportunity for Briggs, but Christine Cockrell just snookers it out of the way. Great job there by Cockrell. She turns it over, though, to Scotty Reed. Do you like watching her play? She's very, She's very, very good. good. Yeah. It's great to see. She's not afraid to get involved into the, the play either no, as well. Not. So we've got a bit of a stalemate along the boards here. So we've got uh, Polari. No, sorry, it's Maver. That's uh, Turner. Everyone's got beards on this Icebreakers team. I need to shave. I need to look at the numbers better, not the facial hair. That's probably what I need to do. Uh, as Polari icing at the other end now Polari's 69 well he's in the number I don't think he's that old <laughs> I mean I, I know in Finland they drink water and it makes them look young so I mean he could be like 89 for all he I know be, yeah. but um, anyway so we're going to have a draw just to the right hand side of the icebreakers net Hargraves turns it over towards Polari the two stalemates fighting it's not Polari Bennett's turning you're looking at the beard again Hargraves, well, he's had a shot, deflected away. Everybody's just watching him. Nobody's even trying to get to him. Now it's Polari and Hargraves. Here are the two stalemates of this competition. Polari wins that battle. He's going to take this on himself. Goes for the long shot. He wants to taste that net. He told us uh, quite proudly, didn't he, that he was the first to score on these brand new nets. Uh, so he wants to maybe be the last this season to do it. 8.22 to play. Red Baron skills. Turns it over, offside, Polari went over the line just as Turner hadn't done it, and Turner was going to the bench. Have a line change, we've got Maver, Davis, and Leighton Cockrell for the icebreakers. Skills, Briggs, and Hargraves out there for the Barons. Draw one by Davis, who gets it there, deflected, Hargraves gets it now, he just has a bit of a ground grubber, as uh, McDiamond can't quite hold it completely, but he decides to put it between his legs. And what better thing to do with something between your legs than to cover it up and pretend it's not there. That's right. That's what you do. Apparently, that's why I'm single. Okay. That's what I put on my Tinder profile. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, 
Tinder dating app. Get on it. Oh, Cockrell, breakaway here. One on one opportunity. Oh, he just gets a shot away into the helmet of uh, Stringer. Well, he liked that one again, I think, Leighton Cockrell. I think he kind of missed an opportunity. It's Reed trying to get Oh, there's a shove. Oh, there's a pushing going on. Reed and Davis. Oh, and then you're talking about a fight. I did tell you. Now, Reed was, I think in fairness, they're both going to go, but I think what happened there is, oh, and Reed getting a bit shovey with him as he goes off the uh, ice. Reed, I think, had his hand accidentally caught. Davis was trying to get it away, but I think kind of in the heat of the moment, Reed was trying to, he's assuming that Davis was fighting back with him, but he yeah. was, yeah, we we can get a bit angry. I mean, you're in the heat of the moment. All these yeah, players yeah. can, of course. But I did, I did, say, I did, I did warn you, man. I did you did, you, you did. You are correct. It's two on two here, is it? Now? Uh, no, yeah. Sometimes they do make it three on three if they both have a penalty at the same time. It depends on what the ruling will be here. It looks like it is two on two though at the moment. Uh, but it will be a four-minute penalty actually for Reed. I think he got Ooh, an extra yeah. two minutes just based on when he actually was coming off the ice. He did actually go and give uh, yeah, yeah. Davis an extra shove just as he went off. So it's going to be a major penalty for Reed and it's only a minor penalty. how they put them so close together. Well, of course, in any other ice hockey, you wouldn't be doing this because they would be probably punching the crap out of each other in the actual box. But a bit of a, um, a conference going on here. Pike and Hargrave just I having a few words on the side. trying to figure out whether I want three or two on the ice. So. I think they're just clarifying the rules here and what's going on. Polari is getting a bit uh, impatient on the side saying, let's play. Kevin faces is having a few words to Cockrell and uh, Rob Maver out there. It does look like we'll have two on two. Yeah, well, obviously any stoppage of play can um, put the players out of rhythm. And so, they, um, well, I mean, this is know. both teams can regroup here. It's a very tight contest here, folks. This is amazing. As I said, it's two all here. No score in this period. We have not had a goal scored since the 17th minute of the first period. So we have gone 16 minutes without a goal. Rob Pike just coming in and telling people to settle down a little bit. He's having a few words to read. He's just explaining to Reed here what the ruling was for. Reed not happy with it. See if we can hear a little bit here. No, we decided to play Bon Jovi over us trying to actually hear what's going on. Thanks for that, John. Bon Jovi. Anyway. None of the players here, though, taking an opportunity to have any words to each other. Maver and Cockrell just waiting for the play. We've also got out there on the ice the Barons players. Uh... Just waiting. Hargraves just having a few words there with Reed. He's just questioning the call. And uh, it's been at least two minutes here since we've uh, stopped play here, Dakota. There's the whistle. So we're going to have two minutes of two-on-two hockey, followed by two minutes of three-on-two hockey, barring any other incidents here. As we just wait and see how this will play out, Dakota. Tell you one thing, it's tense. This is the championship decider. It is, it is very tense. Oh, now, hang on. There. Mick is coming on here. This is where they're trying to explain the rule when I was saying about the three-on-three three versus the two-on-two. Two. So I'm not 100% sure here why the... This is where the confusion is coming here because it's uh, it's Whitaker who's questioning why, and I'm questioning this, that they're allowed three on the ice. Yeah. Surely this it would be two is on two then. Surely three, at yeah? least three on three or two yeah. on two for at least the first two minutes. Now, the, 
Yeah, I think I'm hearing there saying it should yeah, be two on two. I think that's correct. I don't think that's fair that the initial penalty was for fighting two minutes each, and then it was oh, a yeah, an added two minutes for Reed. So I think the correct call here is it should be two on two, and then yeah. it should be three on two. I'm not sure why uh, yeah. the icebreakers would get four minutes worth here because then that p- penalty is obsolete up on the board. So oh no 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 three on two and then then two on two. That's what it should be. Yeah, perhaps. Because it's the um, Scotty Reed's penalty is ahead of. I think that's uh, what. I don't know if I agree think. with that. So I think yeah. that kind of that doesn't make sense anyway. But we've got three on two here apparently. So the icebreakers are going to have a very handy advantage here for at least four minutes. It just seems. Just have to see if someone comes off from the icebreakers after two minutes. I d- but that wouldn't make sense if somebody then comes off. So <laughs> we'll see. They might, they might sort of go back to what I was saying, how sometimes they still keep it at three on three as opposed to two on two. Yeah. So you might see another Red Barons player come on the ice that isn't Scott Reed at the end of two minutes. So we still might get yeah. three on three. It's just Scott Reed who is then the penaliser, if yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So that might be what they're doing here, the fact that the initial power play is actually the yeah. opening two minutes rather than the closing two minutes. So uh, I think that might be the ruling here. We'll soon find out. So this should only be a two-minute power play here to the icebreakers as Maver could end oh, this. Yeah. Whoa! And tell you one thing, Whitaker, <laughs> body on the line. Like Philadelphia cream cheesed it up, <laughs> my friend. That was how you do it. West Philadelphia, born and raised in the playground, is where he spends most of his days. Wow. That is how you do it in Philly. Polari, tell you one thing. For an underman side right now, the Red Barons are fighting their way through this power play. Molly Facer with the puck. And that's their goal here right now, is to just maintain possession. And there's a whistle... I'm not sure what that was for. Facer and... Yeah, that was an interesting call. 27 seconds remain of this power play, if I, our calculations are correct, Mr. Learrington. You'd be correct. And still no score. The icebreaker's not going with as much intensity here on a power play as they perhaps should be going right now. Leighton Cockrell wants to change that. He's got the puck. Skates through the neutral zone. Gets it to oh, Maver. He's an opportunity for the ex-Falcon oh. into the side netting. Five oh, seconds to go. And we look at Hargraves. I think he's ready to get on the ice. Two seconds. One second. There we go. Now this should be... Yeah. Three and three. Should be oh, three and three. It? Skills on. Oh, it's no, it is. Yeah. So Briggs on... Skills on? No. Oh. No, and Hargraves on. There we go. Okay. So it is three on three. No, we uh, we've established that. So Reed is still technically not allowed to play for another two minutes, but it's still three on three. So uh, the interesting rules here. Cockrell, meanwhile, whoa, and and Stringer couldn't quite get it. Meanwhile, here comes Briggs. One on one opportunity. He shoots. He gets a great save by McDiamond. And once again, this is going to be a very close last period. I would love it it if this is how we're going to end in the last period because I think you and I are going to probably need a few tissues up here. Oh, this will be brilliant. We wanted a close one, Dakota, and we're getting one. I think if I am to look at our stats at the end of this period, I do not think we have ever had... No, we did. I'm going to correct myself. A scoreless period in the Van Diemen's League Grand Final. 2015, we did have a scoreless second period. So, um... We'll go over that at the end of the break, if, should this maintain it. We've still got four minutes to play, though. Plenty of opportunity for either scores. And chance to a goal there by Skills. Can't quite get to it. Turner, meanwhile, for the ice. 
breakers. Tries to get around it, but he can't quite get it. There's our man Gustafsson. Hasn't quite had a chance there. Whoa, Briggs nearly got a lucky deflection in the net there because I think the players weren't looking to where it was going. Here's Christine Cockrell. She has a shot. Gloved away, though, by Stringer. Turner can't quite get to it. Here's Briggs again. He's going to go upwards towards Christine Cockrell. He tries to get his stick in there, but Cockrell, just ever the control master. Oh, and she's collided with her own teammate, Turner. She's brought down, but she's up. She's okay. She's used to Once that. Once that's happened. Once he's happened. She's played for Australia. Oh, she knows how shot. it does. And what a long that shot there. Crazy. Almost even too. Great save by McDiamond and the long one there as the puck goes over the boards and we will have another face-off. There is four seconds, three seconds, two seconds, one second. Scotty Reid is now eligible to enter the arena again. <laughs> and he'll do just that. I'm sure I'm he will. Sure. Two minutes 55 to play in this period as we obviously right now wait to see if anybody can get a go-ahead goal or for only the second time in the last seven years of Van Diemen's League Grand Finals we're going to have a scoreless period Davis can end that right now as he gets a lovely pass towards Cockerley couldn't quite control it he's still got the puck though the Barons are covering off well whoa and in comes Whitaker. body on the line great job there gets it back to his teammate Facer skills with the puck He's trying to control it. He just can't quite get it. Cockrell, quick little flick pass over to turn uh, to Maver, I should say. Maver, he's got Cockrell all by himself if he can get it to him, but he's been held along the boards there beautifully by Molly Facer. Good job there by Molly. She can't quite get the possession of the puck, but it's now allowed enough time for uh, her teammates to be able to regroup on Cockrell as we have Whitaker now around Cockrell, but... Uh, in through goes Davis, turns it over. Here's Scotty Reid back on the ice for the first time. As a long shot at goal by Briggs. I'm going to say this, Dakota. Is Matty Adams even playing in this game? I don't think I, we have seen him all night. I have hardly seen him either. I, yeah. I swear he was here for a minute, but I, maybe I'm seeing things because he's, he's not being used if he Number is in is this he? game. He's not. And where, If he is, he's, he's injured or something because he's, he's not playing. I, I think we've been saying that invisible Matty Adams is here and he's not actually here in this game. Oh, Christina Cockle was brought down. Long shot of goal there by Polari. He's, he's not trying to get another one. Thing. He's not. Well, he is. He's there, oh, but he's, he's not in the building. Oh, oh and Polari brought down. And Reed is going to be off again. What's happened there? Tripping. And I think this crowd is jeering a bit of uh, Reed, and uh, wow he's got a, he's a bit of a gobsmack look on his face right now yeah. Scotty Reed. <laughs> six minutes worth of penalties in this period alone for Scotty Reed, and we'll end this final minute here I, icebreakers with another yeah, power play no I think Adams is yeah, not, not in the in. building oh long yeah. shot there by Polari good save there by Stringer he's not even down there no I think I think we were imagining things sorry Matty Adams fans if you're listening oh Christine Cockrell she's all by herself right now she can have the shot but not quite Hargraves trying to battle away there with Cockrell not going to get it meanwhile Briggs the underman goal can't quite get it in we've got 45 seconds remaining in this second period Christine Cockrell can't quite find Turner and it's going to be Briggs. Oh, he just can't control it. Turner just going to pin him against the boards. Go for the whistle. Oh, they both brought down. Grabbed his legs there. I think, I, I think that was a bit of uh, back and forth there. 30 seconds. The referee waiting. And there we go. Good hockey between the two against the boards there. And good that Rob Pike let it go. A lot of referees would be quick to jump on the whistle there and call it. But uh, he let it play out for a little bit. We should have one more play here. We've got 15 seconds. 
Now we're seeing Leighton Cockrell get a goal off the draw before. Can he do it again? Ten seconds in this period. Quick little getaway straight away there by Polari. Nearly. Great save by Stringer. Now Whitaker just has to hold this one here. Three seconds, two seconds, one second. The second period is over. It's scoreless. Wow, what a tight period. It was energetic. It was tough. No score and the crowd rightfully applauds it. Two all. And for only the second time since we've been calling this game to Cody Leary, we have a goalless period. Uh, you got to go all the way back to 2015, Falcons versus Sharks. That was a goalless second period as well. And that one, the Falcons went on to win that one, 7-1. to one. But yeah. uh, two all is a score, no score at all. Heated moment, Scotty Reid in the thick of things. And uh, we will start the opening uh, 50 seconds of the third period with the power play here to the icebreakers. But I can't even call this, Dakota. I don't want to call it. Yeah, I don't. I uh, mean, I want to call the game, but I don't want to call yeah. the result. Yeah, this is... This is... Um, I lost for words a bit. This, is, this will be... Yeah, this will be a very good um, last period, and especially with the... Um, uh, what do we call it? Um, emotions. The emotions. Of, um, Scotty Reid and... Um, Leighton Cockle tends to get a bit emotional as well during the games. So There was, um, I think it was either 2014 or 2015 in those two Sharks, Falcons, back-to-back ones. I mean, we're always kind of talking about Leighton Cockrell. seem to always have a calm head, but mm. I'm pretty sure it might have been 2014 when we saw a really heated Leighton Cockrell getting really involved in some moments in that one. I've never seen him quite as angry as that Most match. Most of the games so. I've seen, he has gotten quite heated, so... It's, um... It may have, that, that match changed him as a man. Maybe. Yeah. That, that match <laughs> changed him. <laughs> But it has to be said that uh, I'm going to say, like, I mean, the intensity in that level sort of went in peaks and troughs in that game. I mean, it's, 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 it's been a very tight, close game. I'm enjoying it. But I have to say, the sides do look slightly nervous. I think that kind of, as much as, say, you would, you know, want these sides to be battling it out, going for guts and glory, there are definitely moments of these sides are being very cautious. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. Uh, sort of thinking twice about some of their decisions. And I think they're going to they're gonna have to change that in the third period. One of these sides is going to have to put that aside if they really want to to get this glory because I mean yeah. you know which, uh, which team do you think it's more likely to be I think if the Red Barons can control that that rage I think they're they're passing they've, they've had more of the possession the Barons I think they've had more of the overall opportunities to be completely honest with you mm. uh, and I definitely think that uh, we've seen a lot more collective passing a lot more talking between the players out there and I think once they get those moves working it's like chess pieces working through a set play and from what I'm seeing right now, the Red Barons have that. They've just got to finish it off. Yeah. The Icebreakers, I'm not taking away from them. They've definitely been playing incredibly well, and I definitely think that they've also had their moments. But it seems as though the Red Barons are more focused on set plays, whereas the the, foul, uh, the Icebreakers seem to be more content on picking up on the pieces or jumping on a mistake to take yeah. the opportunity, which is not by no means the, the bad way of playing it. It's worked. They've got both got two goals. So um, I definitely think that one of these sides is going to have to really turn the wick up here to, to maintain that. Yeah, and definitely. Yeah. The interesting thing here that we're going to note here, Dakota, is that both sides have actually gone into their locker yeah. rooms right now, which uh, is interesting. A lot of the times they will hover out here on the side of the rink, but uh, this is this is something I don't think I've ever seen that both yeah. sides have gone into the rooms. I've seen one side go into the rooms before, never quite both. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time, Dakota, that we have ever called this game that it has been all square at the end of the second period. So let's go over the years. 2011, the Red Barons led at 7-6. They ended up losing that one 11-8. 2012, the Sharks led at 5-3. They ended up losing that one 7-5. 2013, Cougars led at 5-3. The Falcons led at uh, 1-8-6. 2014, 
Falcons led 10-3, went on to win that 16-7. 2015, 3-1, Falcons led it. Falcons went on to win that one 7-1. Last year, it was 8-2. Now, of course, last year, 15-9. And just going back over, we said this at the very beginning of the broadcast, Dakota. But last year, we had 14 goals scored in the final period. We had seven goals apiece last year in that final period. So anything can happen in this last period. But it's yeah, all going to come down to this. It's going to be interesting. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to. Twenty minutes to go in this game in this season. Obviously, um, the icebreakers will start off with a power play. So they will. They'll have fifty seconds. But it's just it's they've got to take an opportunity. They've got to come straight out. They've got to come out firing. They've got fifty seconds yeah. of of just going for it. So what do you think's being said in those? Um, if I if I'm if below. I'm Captain Leighton Cockrell, I'm in those rooms right now. I'm saying we've got 50 seconds, the opening 50 seconds, we should be going for it no matter what. Go out there, put on the pressure, 50 seconds, go for your life. And then you can sort of regroup and maintain it. If they get a goal within 50 seconds, the pressure is straight onto the Red Barons. And then they've got to turn that, you know, the Red Barons all of a sudden go from defensive mindset of the power play to, shit, we've got to score. So they've definitely, I think the icebreakers will open this period definitely with the advantage. Yeah, but they've got to they've got to capitalize on that advantage because this and game, no time has any team been ahead by more than one goal. And the Red Barons, what's being said? The Red Barons, I think, stick to what you're doing right now and uh, let's let's make these passes more complete. Do you think, do you think they're telling um, Scotty Reed calm down a bit? I think they're saying he's Scotty Reed. Uh, have a bit of a chill pill, my friend, and just uh, take a bit of a breath. It's it's not necessarily calm down. It's it's using it to their advantage. I think that. You know, you can use that in ice hockey to your advantage without going too far. That's that's the issue. And I think, in all fairness to to Reed, I think the only reason he was penalised for the first one was because coming off the ice, he got a little bit too shubby shubby yeah, there yeah, with yeah. Davis. And if he had to just you know put a bit of a, a calm down on that mode, he would have been fine. And the trip it was an accidental trip, so yeah. I think kind of. There's only that one sort of heated moment. And, uh, you know, in, in Reed's defence, I think kind of it was an easily misreadable situation that he thought Davis was fighting back when he, all, he had his glove caught. But, of course, uh, this, is, this is hockey. It's a, it is hockey. It's a passionate yeah. sport. You're not wrong. They, uh, it doesn't take long to get heated in this sport and uh, not so heated that you melt the ice because then we would just be playing field hockey. But uh, currently... It's ice because it's cold and there's ice. We're 20 minutes, Dakota. We wanted a close one. Can say uh, just a quick word on the goaltenders, though, Dakota. Your thoughts on both of them? Both very strong games. I mean, we've only had two goals scored, so both goaltenders are pretty evenly matched. I think at the moment. Um, what's his name on the on the icebreaker side? Has a tendency of McDiamond. Um, McDiamond, yeah, he kind of he's not watching the puck and kind of averts his eyes a bit, so. That might be the I think, I think McDiamond has been the more complete of the two. I mean, one yeah. of McDiamond's goals that he let in was a mistake. Uh, he sort of he fumbled the puck. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, outside of that, I mean, as it's going back to the Red Barons' opportunities, I mean, um, Red Barons have definitely had the more opportunities and had more shots on goals. But that uh, comes down to uh, McDiamond, I think, being stronger in the net. That's not taking away from Stringer. Stringer also, of course, has uh, been incredibly strong. I mean, the second goal that was scored against him, a quick-fire shot off a face-off, which can catch any goaltender off guard. Yeah. But um, that's true. You know, I think if you if you were right now, if we were doing some sort of MVP or you were doing some sort of votes, 
um, you would definitely say that the two goaltenders are in the top five players of this match. Arguably the top two players of this match, just based on the fact that they've been so strong in net. Yeah. And uh, we've got a very low-scoring game, which, uh, look, it all can change, as I said, last season, last year. Yeah. 14 goals scored in that final period. Got a few of the Red Barons players here. The first to emerge from the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, dressing room there, Dakota, as I make this uh, less professional by coughing on air. Good job, Ben. But uh, the crowd goes wild as the Red Barons uh, come on in. Uh, official crowd attendance uh, this evening, Dakota, 126,312. A new record here for the Van Diemen's League. Is Fantastic record. effort there. Um, a few more tweets here just to uh, to go out of the other way. Here's Selena Gomez says, leave me alone, Justin. I'm watching the ice hockey. Um, that's, a, that's an interesting one there. Jennifer Lawrence uh, tweets at Dakota Leary, where have you been? Have you forgotten about me? Love you, XXX. I have forgotten about yeah, it. I'm apparently. so sorry, Jennifer. I've even renamed my car. Yeah, oh no. Away from Jennifer. What did you call you? Pestilence. You should, oh, pestilence. Pestilence. Never, never name a car Jennifer. They'll just end up having sex with Moroccans and French people, so that's just the <laughs> way to go there. Um, she won't listen to this, never mind. Uh, and also, <laughs> at Malcolm Turnbull. Uh, says we will be holding a um, plebiscite on whether or not the Red Barons or Icebreakers should win. It will cost $122 million. Hashtag Lucy and I are voting for the Red Barons. Um, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. We are, we are pumped up here. The, the Icebreakers yet to emerge from the runes here. This is a telling tale here, Dakota. They're taking a few extra moments for a few words there. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is showing a few more nerves from the icebreakers. The Red Barons, are, this is them showing a bit of confidence. They're like, yeah. it's all right, guys, we've got this. This is ours. Yeah. This is ours to lose. Well, do you think the Red Barons are um, better as a team because they've been together longer? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think for sure, and I think that shows in in their ability out there with the passing and the, the creation of the plays. Yeah. Um, you know, if I was to hit right here, right now, sit down and give an overall grade to both of these teams out of 10, I'd probably give the Red Barons a, an 8, and I'd probably give the Icebreakers a 7.7. Who do you think got some more this? That's a tough one, because mm. they both look nervy out there, and that's the thing. It's kind of, it, it's, it's sort of, they've both had those peaks where they've both showed they've wanted it more. There hasn't been one side to me tonight that has wanted it the most. And this is where it yeah. comes down. And I'm not saying they both don't want it. I think it comes down to nerves. That these sides are uh, more cautious of not making mistakes. The uh, icebreakers now are emerging from the rooms. They're looking pumped, though. They're not looking nervous. Polari, they're getting a bit of a bit of a showing off to the crowd there. Uh, Christine Cockrell entering the arena. What a game she's been playing tonight. Fantastic. As Mika uh, Polari just with his beard like rag. have been given a stern talking to, to be honest. They really do. Oh, but they're, they're joking around a bit. Okay. Polari just uh, getting a bit close up, close and personal there to McDiamond's uh, beautiful lock of hair. That that red hair just. Oh, uh, I've got Joel Richardson on to me, asking what the score is. Oh, Joel, hello, Joel. Why aren't you here, mate? Joel, if you're listening to us, I hope you're uh, enjoying the comforts of not being here. Incidentally, this is. Can I just point out? We talked about the Cougars and the Falcons not being in this grand final. Yeah. In the seven years that we've called this game, this is only the second time Joel Richardson has not played in this. The very first year I commentated on this league, he was playing for the Red Barons. So there's only wow. one grand final, the Cougars-Sharks grand final of 2012, in which Joel Richardson has not played in the last seven years. So uh, you think you're missing something tonight? You're missing Joel. You're missing, you're missing Joel. the glove. Yeah. He's probably messaged me, and if I actually looked at my phone... You've got your Apple Watch, so you can see. Uh, no, he doesn't give a shit about me. Well, <laughs> thanks, Joel. 
<laughs> Love you too, my friend. Um, it's all right. That's fair enough. I ignore some of his messages sometimes. I apologise, Joel. No, um, I always reply to our good friend Joel. No, I, 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 Joel. I, I sometimes... Don't ignore Joel. I, I shouldn't. I apologise, yeah. Joel. Oh, and we get a big shout oh. there by the Barons. They're pumping up their loyal and strong fan base oh. who have waited seven long years for them to finally get an opportunity to taste Premiership glory. The Icebreakers in their first ever season... Can they pull off the miracle? It's such a fairy tale. Whoever wins this game, we could be here all night, Dakota. We could be in we quadruple could. overtime. Oh, could have a shootout. Who knows? Sorry. But we are now 20 minutes away, at least, from hopefully deciding this grand final. 50 seconds of this, which straight away will go towards the icebreakers. And I said they've got to come out firing, and they do exactly that. Maybe fires a little bit too much as the puck, unfortunately, ricochets out. And that will waste a good time. And, of course, last period now, Dakota. They're stopping the clock every time there's a whistle. So we will be here for a little bit longer in this last period. And will. this will, of course, make it more of an advantage when it comes to our power player teams as Davis nearly got one through there. What's well, 37 seconds remaining. Maber with a long shot. Oh, gets it into the body of Whitaker, who just long forms that one to the other end of the ice. Maber got 29 seconds. Cockrell to Davis. Davis, long shot. Doesn't want it to go out of play. And whoa, that's why that net is there in the crowd here. Deflection here, and it strings across those uh, net points. And uh, clock stop, 17 seconds to go. As I said, the icebreakers get a goal here in this power play. Penalty, but... Here we go. Cockle, lovely pass to Davis. Davis shoots. Good save oh. there by Stringer. That's what he's got to do. He's got to string this one out. Scotty Reed is just, he's like a. He's like a geek in line for an iPhone X yesterday in Sydney, isn't he? He's just staring at the clock. He's waiting to jump over those boards. He wants to unbox this ice. He wants to get himself out there and have an opportunity to be the victor here for the Red Barons. Who will be that person, Dakota? You're going to think you're going to have a star in this period. It's nine seconds to go. Cockrell. Oh, no, they've kind of been that past. Davis towards maybe. They've got to get up there. Skills, good defending work. Two seconds, one second. The power play is over. We are three on three once again here in the Van Diemen's League Grand Final for 2017 in the final period. Two all. It's all down to this. Cockrell! He's got How does that work? The power play ends and within three seconds, three seconds Leighton Cockrell gets it. It is now three goals to two. Cockrell with his second. And I told you that they needed to get that early goal to get the advantage. They just didn't do it on the power play. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Here we go then. Pressure's on the Red Barons to capitalise on that. It is. The Red Barons need to find the next one. Going back to that... uh, You sense a bit of desperation already from them. I do. This, This is definitely reminding me of the 2015 Grand Final. It was so tight, so close. But then the Falcons just blew it away in the third period. And I'll tell you one thing, if the ice break is wow, heavy. Heavy fall there by Jeez. Briggs. I don't think, is Christine Cockrell going to get a penalty for it? I don't think she, she is. She's going to get a charging oh, wow. goal. Oh, I think that's a bit rough. In all fairness, I looked as though he fell down more, but uh, Christine Cockrell gets the penalty against her. Wow. All right, here's, here's the Red Barons' chance to get it there. It is. Back. Power play here for the Barons. They haven't scored on a power play tonight. Skills to Reed. It's a strong lineup here of Skills, Reed, and Whitaker. Reed just biding his time. Gets it to Whitaker. Whitaker all by himself there to Skills. Now he can flick it back to Reed. 
Polari though, great defensive work to clear it out, but Reed still got it. Reed's going to get a shot here on the blue line. Oh, good deflection work there by Polari. Now an underman chance here as our man Gustafson. He hasn't really done much with the puck, but he's not going to do much with it there because the Barons have got it. Skills back towards Whitaker. Whitaker. Whitaker back towards Reed. Good work there again by Polari. He is a power play master. Power play Polari, you can call him. Defensive work now. Skills on the top. Powerful shot. Great save by McDiamond. This crowd, very pro icebreakers. You can tell there every single time that McDiamond saves his puck. Wow, as Leighton Cockrell's on the ice right now. He's going to turn this pace up here and going to say just because we're defending doesn't mean we can't score. He's only going to do the wraparound there and get the underman goal and good save by Stringer. I think if um, the icebreakers can get one more goal, they've got this. Like. I'm, I'm almost on the page there with you, Dakota, yeah. because as I said, no one's led this game by any more than one goal at any point. So you would feel a two-goal advantage is just so powerful in this tight yeah. encounter as Cockrell nearly gets it. Again, just so much reminding me of the 2015 Grand Final where the Falcons just got away from the Sharks and have been so close all match. The Red Barons can't let that happen again here tonight. Reed flicks it over towards Whitaker. Whoa, and down goes Whitaker. Cockrell goes down with him. They're both okay. Hargraves has a shot and scores! Uh, no, no, Dean Hargraves, no, okay. no goal. Is it? He's definitely it is a goal. Okay. It is. Sorry, I thought that was going to be taken away, but... Uh, yeah, Cockrell was injured. Is Cockrell hurt? Oh, he is. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're paying attention to that because I was, I was paying attention to Hargraves scoring the equalising goal. And this, wow, this is this is big if Cockrell is hurt. The guy scored two goals for them this evening. The power play ends, of course, with that goal. And all eyes are on Leighton Cockrell at the moment. It's 3-0. The Red Barons get it straight away. But Christine Cockrell, she's back on the ice. Can she score here for her brother? She's actually turned it over. Molly Facer to Scotty Reed. Reed, oh, nearly deflected straight into the net there by Turner. Good job there. Reed tries to get it back towards Whitaker, but instead goes the Facer route. Reed, the look away pass. He's going to be offside if he crosses that center line. He has to wait until Reed crosses back over. He does exactly that. Oh, but turnover though by the Barons. Polari with the shot on the blue line. Polari over the top of the net. So close. Barons regroup with the puck. Reed versus Christine Cockrell. Reed through the boards, through traffic if you don't mind. Flicks it to nobody in particular. Can't quite find his player. Polari just meanwhile sweeps it away through the neutral zone. We've got 16 20 to play. We are all squared at 3 all as the puck in that corner. I just can't, like, I don't know. I think Crockett was a bit refined now. So. I think a lot of the uh, the play, the fans here in the, the stand are staring down at the bench. Cockrell still just... he will pay any more of this um, quarter, though. You don't think he's coming yeah, on the back yeah, line? Is that your call, is it, Dakota? You think Cockrell's out for the match? Oh, that would be big. That would be massive. Dakota Leary with the big call there. <laughs> Medical expert Dakota Leary. As uh, we wait and see if his prediction will be correct. Hargraves, meanwhile. What a goal by him. He's been trying all game to get it. He's been trying for seven years to taste Premiership. Oh, and a bit of a moment there by Rob Maver falls over. Allows Briggs to get the puck, but somehow Maver actually held on to that puck, even though he fell over. Maybe a bit of a sneaky tactic there by the ex-Falcon. Hargraves with the puck. He's got skills. If he can get it there, he goes for the shot. Tries to get a deflection, but McDiamond. Pad saves. Oh, nearly deflected back there towards Briggs, but Gustafson holds him away. He goes, Briggs again. Good save by McDiamond. Good skills. Get it in. No, he can't. Now, the icebreakers. Can they get on the breakaway? They can't. Great defensive work there by the Red Barons. The crowd's firing up. The crowd is firing up. Very pro icebreakers here this evening. 
But you've got to say here, the Red Baron, since they scored that goal, it's a score there by Davis misses. A, a shot, I should say, not a score. The Red Barons have definitely turned this up since they scored that goal, and they're barely allowing the Icebreakers any open opportunities. So the Red Barons all of a sudden are finding it. Meanwhile, the Icebreakers in the shot away. Can't quite get it there. As great work there by Skills to prevent the uh, the shot. Davis down on his knees. It's in the neutral zone here. It's tight. It's it's furious. Here goes Day uh, Briggs, and we have a offside call. It's tense. What's Joel saying? Give us an update on Joel Richardson. He wants to know who um, Scotty tried to punch. Uh, Davis. Well, yeah, well he didn't try to punch. He just, you know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Joel Richardson, live updates here on uh, the Van Diemen's League Grand Final. It's what you want to hear. Meanwhile, Turner. Oh, great work here. By the Barons. Whitaker just takes it away. And for the first time in this match, the Red Barons lead. And it's that man, James Whitaker, that we've been told to keep an eye on. He finally scores. And that was a bit of a mistake there by the uh, the icebreakers. They had the park and just didn't quite maintain possession the way they wanted to. Two in a row to the Barons. And for the first time, all match, the Red Barons lead. Whitaker with the go-ahead goal to Reed and still the Red Barons here are going all out attack right now Whitaker pinned against the wards there by Cockrell and I think we might have a no I was going to say a whistle blown not quite Reed back on the boards towards Whitaker Facer is directly in front if they want to use her they're going to go the long route instead of Reed instead whoa as a puck gets deflected out here and nearly decapitates the front row and Leighton Cockrell looks like he's ready to come back on the ice as the crowd gives him a bit of a cheer. As here he is, Leighton Cockrell. Your call sucked, Dakota. Oh, bugger. You should go back to medical school. I never went. He's got a bit of a hump in his back there, so maybe he's got a bit of a few vertebrae uh, shoved out of alignment. <laughs> 14.07 to play. The Red Barons lead this four goals to three. Cockrell has the puck. It's Leighton. Turns it over. Gets it back, though. Maver, long shot. Can't quite get it. Saved there by Stringer. Well, it was Hargraves. His one option there was to decapitate the uh, members on the ice, apparently. And uh, the puck is iced, and we will have a puck drop. It's intense, Dakota. That's what we want. Very tense. Very, very tense indeed. So that would be the Ramstein playing in the background here, Dakota. It's very ice hockey related. Davis can't quite get the shot away as he turns it over to Skills off the draw. Skills behind his own net. It's along the boards here. He's got Briggs if he wants to use it. He's going to go all the way to Bias Skills if you don't mind. Good save by McDiamond and Cockrell having a very intense word there with McDiamond. You definitely see the icebreakers are starting to get a little bit nervous here. The wick has been turned up here by 10 points or so by the Red Barons. Cockrell, Polari, they've been here three times before in the last seven years and lost all three of them. Maybe the only one out there who's won before. He's passed it off there towards Davis who gets it padded away. Of course, Jace Davis, former Red Baron, switched uh, teams this season to go to the Icebreakers. So for him, he have a few mixed feelings in the back of his mind right now. Former teammates. Yeah, definitely. Same with Luke McDiamond, also a former Red Baron. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cockrell is going to stop and prop and wait. 
He's just trying to regroup here. The icebreakers need to find something. It's only moments ago that you were talking about. They get another one here. You think they've won it? Well, now it's the Red Barons who are in that position, Dakota. Yeah, well. Well, Maver. Wow, he just oh. easily got that puck. Clangs against the post. You can hear that one up here in the com box. Reed. Back to Skills. Skills looking towards Briggs. He's going to get in now. If Briggs can get this a quick shot away. It's going to be dangerous. Flicks it back to Reed. He's going for the wrapper. Oh, great work by Leighton Cockrell. Shoves him out of the way there. Cockrell still going. Hacks away. Fantastic captain work there by Leighton. Now we can take this out of the way. Lovely pass towards Davis. Now Davis and Clary just come back on the ice here for the icebreakers. That's say the Sharks here. I'm so used to calling him. Oh, as down goes Cockrell. We know he's already hurt in this game. He's slow to get up. It was a completely fair piece of play there, I think, as Whitaker turns it around. Here's Polari. Polari! Wow! He took his time to get on the score sheet. But hear that crowd roar. Oh, again. Well, just like Hargraves, it took his time to get one. But when he get one, it counts. And we're back to 4 all. I said last year that we had seven goals apiece. This is going to be... Jeez. Wow. Penalty. Uh, do we have a, a delayed penalty here? or? Oh, there's been a penalty as well. Icebreakers with the penalty. And, oh, I think the Red Barons got one straight away. No, they haven't. That's going to be very controversial. Penalty now, straight away. interesting that Polari scored a goal. There was a delayed penalty that happened with that. So, not too sure yeah. what happened. Uh, it's Cockrell who's... Uh, being given the penalty. So the Raron's back with the power play. Now, if you're an icebreaker, you want the... Uh, if, you, if the Barons are going to score in this, you want them to score immediately so they can go straight back to three on three. If you're a Red Barons player, you want to milk this for two minutes and then get a goal right in the two-minute points yeah, so you've yeah. wasted two minutes on the clock. Ideally, if you're an icebreaker, you don't want them to score at all. It's Reed with a power Ooh. shot there in the neutral zone. Gets all behind. He's going to get another one. Oh. He scores! Scotty Reed! He gets it up, and the wow. Barons are back in front. And from no goals in the second period, we're getting a goal fest here in the third. Reed with his second for the match. And the good news, if you're an Icebreakers fan, that ends the power play, so you'll get back to full strength. But, wow. This crowd is getting pumped up. The Red Barons fans are finding their voices. So are the Icebreakers fans. We wanted a close one. We wanted a tight one. We're getting that in droves here. Davis and Skills brought down in the center of the ice. They both shake it off Taylor Swift style as the Red Barons try to get one. But, uh, wow, just as soon as you think that the icebreakers have got it back, the Red Barons maintain a slight advantage. This is incredible. Hargraves with the puck. Can he get one here? He's already gotten one this period. He skates one, skates around two, goes towards Skills. He's still got it. Oh, good defensive work, though, by Leighton Cockrell. He has the puck now. He goes with a long lob shot, and it's not quite out of play. It's going to be... I think all the players stopped thinking that it was going to be stopped play, but it wasn't. Meanwhile, the icebreakers allowed them to regroup. Just doesn't seem to be talking much there, but three icebreakers players just all 
skated around each other. They almost ran into each other. They did. There was no communication between the three of them. That's the difference between the two sides right now because somehow we've got Briggs. He's gone from one end to the other. Says to Rob May, but this puck's mine. You're going to give it to me. He's going to go that way into the Hearts corner. Around Davis. Flicks it back, but he doesn't have a player there ready to go. Tobias Skills can regroup, slow it down. We've got 10.08 to play in this final period. Launched up! Oh, Tobias Skills! Possible. Oh, that's disappointing. The luckiest goal oh, of the night. No. I don't think he meant to shoot it, but he somehow found it from the neutral zone, the defensive blue line, if you don't mind. And somehow it went all the way. And McDiamond, I think, just... Taking it on the chin. He's like, okay, wow. I think he, yeah. he underestimated the power behind that one, deflected into the top left. 6-4, the biggest lead of the night, the Red Barons. Skills on two goals of the night. Oh, meanwhile, just on the blue line, Whitaker gives Gustafson an introduction to Philadelphia hockey, and he can go and score a goal here if you like. Completely fair play there. I think a lot of the play, uh, the crowd thought that was a bit dirty, but this is hockey. They need a goal here, the Icebreakers. The Red Barons get one here. You think it's pretty much good night, Gracie? Whitaker with the puck. Getting pushed away by Christian Cockle. The Barons after that goal. They are. Goal they're, they're playing with a newfound level of confidence here. Gustafson and Whitaker getting to know each other again in that Hearts corner. Cockrell somehow steals the puck between both of them. Good work, that's Christine. Reed, meanwhile, all the way. Reed scores. Scotty Reed with a hat trick. Three to one to the Barons. Wow. And they have that's one gone. hand on the trophy right now. And boy, that's oh gone. boy, was he pumped up with that one. This is incredible hockey. The Barons is squealing on the side. They're happy. They're pumped up. And the icebreakers are shell-shocked. They cannot believe what is happening right now. They need goals, and they need it quick. They have time. There is nine minutes to play. But a skills here, this one. Oh, he clanged the bar. That would have definitely been it, you would have felt right now. But the Barons, they're three up, and they're just playing like they're three down. There's no intensity in the icebreakers right now. They've lost it. The icebreakers have just... And they're going to have a tripping penalty, is it, to Maver? This fairy tale season that the icebreakers had built up and looked so good has crumbled. You're looking at them, they they know they're throwing it away. 8.48 to play. Hargraves. Shot saved by McDiamond. Still time. They've got to get one or two options here, Dakota Leary. They've got to get an underman goal and fast, so they've got to ride this one minute 55 out without another goal scored. Another goal scored here. And uh, I think they've got one and a half hands on the trophy, the Red Barons. He's late in Cockrell. And how poignant is it? moving from Cockrell. And you've just got to look at how poignant it is right now that the two... Sharks players who have had so much disappointment over the years, Cockrell and Polaria, the two that are out there at the moment trying to defend this power play, trying to defend their whole team right now. And Cockrell just has to lob it long. He's got no other option. It's a minute 24 of this power play remaining. And just looking at the body language of both teams right now, the icebreakers are just, they're stunned. Skills gets it towards Whitaker. Oh! Oh, it clanged the bar but went out now. 
I think that if we had goal line technology, that would have been a goal. Because that clipped the top of the crossbar, bounced out as the goals moved. But if that was a goal line technology, that was over the line. But sadly, the budget didn't quite stretch that far this year into the, uh, the Glenorchysean budget. But, uh, wow, the icebreakers and count themselves lucky there. I'm calling that. That was a goal. Reed, well, meanwhile, off play. Down goes uh, Molly Face, who's a bit slow to get up. And who's tripping now? Who's off? Is it Hargraves? Hargraves, he's got a bit of a smile on his face. Well, that's the difference between a team that's winning and a team that's losing. He can laugh about it. And we're going to have two on two here for 58 seconds. But then positive for Icebreakers, they're going to get a minute and two seconds of a power play. Christine Cockrell evens itself up here now. The Icebreakers has an opportunity. Molly Face from Scott Reid up against Christine Cockrell and Mika Polari. 7.37 on the clock. Icebreakers have to score the next goal. We'll have to score the next three if you want to be technical. Here goes Polari. He can get the shot away. Oh, good work there by Molly Facer. Comes in like a train to stop the shot. Great work by Molly. Mika Polari can get the shot again. Molly Facer just distracts him enough that it allows the shot not to be as powerful. Molly Facer, Mika Polari's kryptonite here at the moment. Polari just can't get some space. Meanwhile, Scotty Reed, one-on-one. He can go away. Good save by McDiamond. Great save. Reed with a hat trick already in this match. They can taste it, Dakota. They can taste the victory I they champagne. Can. I can smell a pie. But I can smell yeah. a, I can smell victory in the air for the Barons <laughs> it's, it and it a pie. Like pie. Yeah. Uh, that's what pies smell like. As uh, Skills tries to lob it across, got 10 seconds left of two on two. Then the Icebreaker is about to have a power play for a minute and two seconds. Davis with a long shot. Can't quite get it. Three seconds, two seconds, one second. It's power play time for the Icebreakers. Minute six seconds to be precise here. Davis now with the puck. He's got to get a quick shot away. Meanwhile, Cockrell, Cockrell, Cockrell can't get it quite in the net. Shot goes wide. 6.37 to play in the game. Long shot by Skills. I've already seen him get the flukiest of goals already in this match from that distance. Cockrell is going to be well offside. As uh, No, actually, there's too many on the ice call seemed the Red Barons accidentally had a player and they're going to get another penalty here for that the Red Barons with the mistake they accidentally added another player onto the ice when they weren't meant to which is mean that this is going to be a longer power play now for the icebreakers it should be about a three and a half minute power play maybe a two and a half minute one two minutes and 47 seconds to be precise and if you're an Icebreakers fan, it's what you need. So, even if they score a goal here immediately, they're still going to have another power play because obviously that makes it even Stevens for them, but it will ultimately cancel it out. Now, they're just having another bit of a conference here, the referees with uh, Jess Elliott down there, the official scorekeeper. And I think Rob Pike just explaining the situation here. Now, this... I'm going to say it gives a bit of an advantage here to the icebreakers to allow them to uh, regroup. Now, they're going to come together here. They have to really have a bit of a conference, you feel. But they're not really doing it, are they? Kevin Face having a bit of a word with them. 6.27 to play here, Dakota. Can the can the icebreakers pull off the miracle? Possibly. Possibly. They might be able to. With the power play. They need to find something here. Does our man Gustafsson have something in the... Gustafsson Gatorade. Yeah, no. He's really done much, yeah, to be honest. Gustafsson with the goal. 
Hasn't really done a whole lot. But that's not to say he's not saving it for the final five minutes. Great crowd in attendance. Record crowd. Great to see. And uh, by all means, if this is our last ever call, uh, somebody else wants to take up the mantle, you're welcome to. I'll take up the mantle by myself. Sure. Do it. I'm not stopping you. You've just got to buy some equipment. But... Yeah, I'll buy some equipment. You'll learn how to upload it and edit and stuff like that. But... uh, by all means, Dakota. I'll, I'll go in there. I mean. The floor is yours. Well, if you want to. Yeah, we'll watch me. I think they need to, again, we always say that little, now that the scorekeeper's box up there is not used, Yeah. put a net up there and some, uh, you know, some nice little uh, seats up there, a replay screen. Could be ours. Yeah. So we still wait and see the, just, again, looking at the, the body language of the players, the, the icebreakers, they almost look defeated. I hate to say it, but they're just, you this is a part where I think they need to group together. They need to have a few words with each other. Maybe let's talk about some tactics. They've got at least two and a half minutes here of power play. The Red Barons, though, for them, they don't really care. They've got three-goal advantage. They can take some risks. They can do some silly moves. It's, it's them that some can trick shots. risk it here. If you look out there on the ice, Tobias Skills, and Leighton Cockrell's still having a bit of a smile out there, so he's not too disappointed. Marcus Bendel just... Uh, Screaming past us, he's lost his man satchel. He's uh, probably quickly going to get the trophy and putting the uh, red and white ribbons on the trophy ready to go to lift up. Anyway, 6.27 to play. Icebreakers with the one person, I don't want to say one man advantage because we've got females on each side. The one person advantage. Ready to go here. They need to score quickly. Long shot there by Davis, not going to find anything. But Turner on the ice. Maver actually. Get my players right with the beard. Long shot there by Davis. Maver. Oh, nearly through the legs. Davis back to Cockle by himself in the neutral zone. Can he go for the long shot? Not quite. His former teammate, Brendan Rose, is watching him. He loves those long shots. as Rose. Surely! Surely! Well, Davis had an open net and he had to find it. Stringer was spun around and he quickly got onto it. It's 7-5. Davis with his second. Two more goals and it's even again. Well, that will end one of the power plays for them, so they at least take a bit of time off that clock. It will cancel out the remaining 13 seconds, so they still have a minute 25 to go of a power play, Dakota. If they can get one here, it will be back within one goal. They've still got the one-player advantage. Davis on a hat-trick currently at the moment. Polari. Cockrell also on a hat-trick. And the Icebreakers fans here sensing something. Still got 5.40 to play. Plenty of time for both teams. Cockrell, Cockrell, winds it up. Lovely shot there to Davis. A great work there by Whitaker to put his body on the line to shove him out of play. Davis just hacking away with Whitaker in that spades corner. Great work by Davis. Gets it back to Cockrell. Cockrell winds it up. Oh, Polari wasn't ready for it. He went to the unselfish route. Meanwhile, we've got two players off behind the play, just getting a bit shovey. It's allowed the puck to go backwards. Oh, Polari just saved that from being offside. So close. 45 seconds remaining on this power play. Whoa! And bang into the boards. Whitaker. Oh, Whitaker and Polari getting a bit of a shove there. Now, Polari's lost his glove. I think Whitaker's got to get a penalty here. Because I think that Polari lost his glove, and I think that Whitaker got a bit elbowy there, but Polari's going to get the penalty. Oh, now that's tough. That is a bad call. By all letters of the law, that definitely, to me, seemed that was Whitaker's fault, and somehow Polari's ended up with a penalty. 
Yeah. He's taking it on the and chin. And who gave that? Kevin Facer. Kevin Facer. Yeah. That's going to be very wow. controversial. We have two on two then for 36 seconds, and it's kind of the worst outcome here for the icebreakers. That will mean that there will be a minute and 24 of a power play. Polari on the sideline just giving a bit of a shoulder shrug there. And wow. Got to say there, that is a very harsh call. And uh, Cockrell just bowling that on long. Still two on two here. So there's still even Stevens at the moment in terms of players. The icebreakers, well, down goes Skills. Cockrell, now Reed. He can take this one over the centre line. He has a shot. Just goes wide. Now, Christine Cockrell, what can she do with this play? She's got 14 seconds of this two on two left. Gets it back to her brother. We've got the brother-sister line, the sibling line up here for the icebreakers. The two Cockrells are out. Five seconds to play on this two on two. One second to go. And Briggs is going to be on the ice right now. He's not on yet. Are they not giving him the nod? The icebreakers are getting lucky here. They're, they're, this is this is interesting. The Red Barons are not... Yeah. They haven't communicated very well at all with that. No one's, no one's referencing him. This is interesting. There's a minute two to play, but for some reason... No one is telling him to go on the ice. Well, this is a... This is interesting. The players are kind of stalemate out there. They're just passing it back and forth. I'm not sure what they're happening out there for the Red Barons. Now he's out. Now he's realised. That's 30 seconds of extra player time. time. He's been watching it the whole time. He was watching it the whole time. That's 30 seconds wasted there by the Red Barons. Meanwhile, the Icebreakers have an opportunity here in the undermanned. But now the Red Barons are three on two. They've wasted that opportunity as as well. Whitaker just comes straight on the ice says, thank you very much. I'm going to take this one. 25 seconds remaining on the power play. Oh, that's nearly oh. deflected back in. i tell you what. McDiamond's just got it. Okay, we've got 3.23 to play. 20 seconds of this power play remain for the Red Barons. And then we will have a good three minutes of play of three on three. The Icebreakers need to find two goals to send this one into overtime. You feel if the Red Barons can get one more here, it's over. I'm calling it. The Red Barons get one more. It's good night, Gracie, and it's championship coming back to the Red Barons. Fat lady hasn't sung yet. Well, she's singing if that goal goes in the net for the Barons. She's getting the honey on the vocal cords. She's getting ready to sing Adele songs because that's generally what fat ladies do. Well, Adele's fat, so I don't like Adele. I don't give a shit. You know. Oh, look at me. I'm Oh, there's another penalty going on here. Wow, okay. (laughs) Uh, Briggs is now apparently up. Everyone's getting a penalty. Oprah, you get a penalty. You get a penalty. You all get penalties. And uh, but the Red Parents can afford to do it because, again, they've got nothing to lose here. They're two goals up. And we will have one second to go on two on two. Polari will come on. We'll get one minute and 48 of power play for the Icebreakers. I'm gonna, I think this game's just going to end with penalties. Like, <laughs> just, the Red Barons will get to a point where they're just going to go out of their way to make the puck go over the boards. They're going to make stoppages of play. Long shot there. And now it's power play icebreakers. Here we go. Polaris straight back on the ice. Can he get a goal straight away? Nearly does. And good save by Stringer. 2.55 to play, Dakota. It's tense. It's tight. It's exciting. I think it's over, wouldn't you? I'm calling it if the Barons score. I'm calling it. They're loving the Bon Jovi on this playlist, I'm telling you that. Polari. 
Face off one by the icebreakers. Davis, can he get his hat trick? He's waiting. He's got Cockrell just hovering around. It's actually Turner, I should say. Polari, Polari, back to Davis. Davis well covered off there by the Barons. He goes, Polari scores! We're back to one! Nika Polari! Wow! We are back to within one. Polari with his second of the match and the second of the period. We'll be back to three on three. This is going to be well, Maybe so we're not back on to three on three. We, not, no, we are back on to three on three. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. We've got two minutes 39 to play in this game, and it's all still to play for. It's one goal separating it. A lull goes over the stadium. Everybody gets excited. But we do have... 159 seconds of hockey to play right now with one goal separating these two teams. Scotty Reid, the Red Barons all of a sudden might not be able to take all those risks that they wanted to. They've got to fight, fight down a hungry icebreaker side. Turner can't quite hold on to it. Hargraves with the puck. Now what stage are the icebreakers thinking we might pull our goalie and give ourselves an extra player? Just keep an eye on Luke McDiamond and that whistle when he might find himself off on the bench. We have 2.10 to play. Hargraves. And it's icing. Polari with it. And we will have face-off. Now, they've got to make a call at some point here, Dakota. Two minutes on the clock. At some point, they're going to call this to say, Luke, you come on the bench and you have a bit of a breather. Obviously, it's a bit different in our league here where the, the rink is so short, three on three, so open net goals are a lot more easier to score. And you've got to be very much on your defensive footwork. We've got a minute 48 to play. Chance now for the Red Barons to really probably seal it. Reed, back to Molly Facer. Can't quite get a Facer. Oh, nearly just over the top. One minute 38. Here's Christine Cockrell. She's only got Tobias skills to beat. She flicks it out to Polario. Well done, Scott Reed. Great work there. Can't quite get onto it though. And here goes the Clayton Cockrell just over the top of the goals there. Now skills. Two players to beat. Can he take them on both? Can't quite. Oh, Christine Cockrell deflects it down. Players going down everywhere. We're nearly into the final minute. Scotty Reed with the puck. Flicks it back. Turns it over. Polari. Polari can be the hero here. Polari! I thought that went in just wide. 108 to play. Now, the Red Barons, they want to just hold on to this. Surely Luke McDiamond is going to have to be called here. One minute to go. And we have an icing call. Oh, my goodness. Luke is getting antsy. He wants to come off the ice. I don't know how this is going to go, Dakota. Telling Luke to, to get ready. Get ready, Luke. Get ready. Here we go. Here goes Tobias Skills. What can he do with it? He's just going to hold it up. They just need to waste the time here, the Red Barons. They need to hold on to it. Skills. He just this is doing exactly what he needs to do. Just maintain possession. Maver trying to fight his way through it. Davis is there in the corner. Skills wasting a good 10 seconds off the clock there for the Red Barons. Reed is going to pounce onto him in the corner. Scotty Reed has the puck. Fights it with Maver. This is a brilliant work here by the Red Barons to waste time. 30 seconds on the clock. They're not allowing any opportunity here for the icebreakers to get the extra player on the ice. 24 seconds. The Red Barons wasting every second of the clock that they possibly can do here. They're not giving any opportunity. Bang! Down goes Whitaker. That will allow McDiamond to come off. And with 15 seconds on the clock, here empty net. 
Four on three. Face off. What if? What to if? the right-hand side of the ben Baron's net. What if? We've seen Cockrell do this before. 15 seconds. Face off. Draw one by the Barons. They're just going to lob it up. Oh, pushed oh. out of it, though, is Davis just in front of the net. Three seconds off the clock. We've got 12 seconds remaining in the grand final. The Red Barons are 7-6 up. They were 7-4 up. The Icebreakers have scored the final two goals. 12 seconds remaining. Cockrell has Davis. He's got Polari. He's got Mava. Can he get any of them to find the puck in the net? 12 seconds. They're just Red Barons, I think, are deliberately biding their time here. Just, uh, using a few tactics here to get a few moments between their players. I think they're going for a stick change here, are they? No, they're calling for some paper towel. No, I think there's a bit of blood going. Scott Reed has a, a bit of a wound above the eye, I can see there. So they've called for the emergency first aid paper towel. And just check out here in the middle of the ice. Leighton Cockrell directing his soldiers right now with 12 seconds on the clock. Can they find this miracle goal, Dakota? They may just oh. send us what into overtime. They do? Oh, my God, that would be incredible. Wow. We wanted a close one. This is as close as you can get. And they're still there in the centre talking it up. The four players out there at the moment, we have Leighton Cockrell, Rob Maver, Turner and Davis. McDiamond on the bench. Here we go. 12.1 on the clock. Empty net at one end. Stringer in the other. Rob Pike ready to drop this puck. Leighton Cockrell versus Tavai Skills. Face off. One there by the Barons. All their players are being brought down. We've got eight seconds on the clock. The icebreakers can't quite get to it. There's an opportunity. Davis! Davis! Davis can't do it! Oh, it's through the legs. No, it's not. It's a save. And we have 2.1 seconds. Davis nearly the hero. One more opportunity. The icebreakers need everything clean to happen here with 2.1 seconds. Otherwise, the Barons are champions. Face off. Quick flick back. They're going to win it. The Red Barons are going to win the grand final. It's all done. Wow. What a match. The Red Barons break the drought. They are the 2017 Van Diemen's League champions for the first time since 2010. What an enthralling game of hockey. As they get themselves into a circle celebrate and it's not the result I think the crowd wanted meanwhile the icebreakers well it's just outside of the crowd really. they look uh, very disappointed but I think they're also got to be proud of their efforts in such a fairy tale season the Red Barons Dakota Leary what a last period yeah that was uh, very yeah I would just Imagine what would have happened if the, uh, what's Jim call it? The, um, the, the goals went in. We could have got, would have got a goal. <laughs> that, would have been, that would have been quite something special. So, yeah. Absolutely incredible. Game, yeah. And real sort of lull here at the moment as the team's just kind of in their circles. The Red Barons just focused. It's the icebreakers there cheering themselves after a 
Fantastic year by the Icebreakers. A great job by them. Their very first season. They'll be back next year, of course. But uh, sadly, it is heartbreak again for Leighton Cockerell, Mika Polari. But finally, for Hargraves, for Scotty Reed, for the invisible Matty Adams, who we said is here, but he's not. They finally break the duck and the Red Barons are back to the top of the pile. This is a side, Dakota, two seasons ago didn't even make the playoffs. Similar to the Cougars. They uh, took a year away, made it back to the playoffs, but then had to have another year to regroup. And great job. Molly Facer there getting a hug from uh, Mika Polari. Good to see her winning her first uh, grand final medal. And uh, absolutely fantastic. I think what we're going to do here, Dakota, if you want to come for a bit of a wander with me, yeah. we might go down side ice and uh, so we can get some shots and some action. Just uh, bear with me here for the moment as we get ourselves tangled. Just quickly, before we head yeah. down there, we'll just say the final score of this match, seven goals to six, the final score. That last period uh, did produce uh, nine goals, so it was another goal fest. The final goal scorers in this game, three goals to Scott Reed. Uh, two goals to Tobias Skills and a solitary goal piece to Whitaker and Hargraves. That's the Red Baron side. And for the uh, icebreakers, Polari with two, Davis with two, Cockrell with two. So they shared it all over the park when it came to those goals. And we're just going to make our way through the, uh, what did they say, 130,000 or something along those lines? Here. Well, there's some reason this uh, lovely little device of mine wants to scream at me, but... Uh, Why is it screaming at you? Because everyone wants to scream at me, apparently. Okay, fair enough. So we're going to make our way down here somehow it's through the, uh, the crowd. Do you want right. to hold that? I'll hold your cord. Just uh, just squeeze yeah. our way through these Excuse people here. Excuse us, guys. If we can just uh, be pests and jump down in between you there. Thank you very much. So, uh, Dakota doesn't want to go too far with that cord. He'll pull me away with him. But we're making our way down to the side of the ice right now. Here we go. Very good in defeat there, the icebreakers. They've all got smiles on their faces, which is good to see. Thirty-seven years, thirty-seven BC. Um, that's not the right way to say it, there, Marcus. But uh, good save. We're gonna have some uh, medal presentations. And uh, great work there, goaltender for the Red Barons. Fantastic work, Whitaker. We were told to look out for him, Dakota, and uh, yeah, well, we were. We looked out for him, and we, we did. were impressed. Dean Hargraves, finally for him after Ooh, so who long. Who's buff for Dean Hargraves? Seven years. Let's just squeeze up here a little bit more, Dakota. I want to get up to the ice. I'm sure, we can go past the cones now. We're media. Yeah. Let's go hang out with Jester. Yeah. We can go over here. Scotty Reed. Look at that. He's got a nice war wound there, does he not, he Scotty Reed? Molly Facer, great to see her finally getting a medal. 
her first. And uh, Briggs, great game by him too, Dakota. I enjoyed uh, seeing him play this evening. So where, where's Paul? Paul just, uh, you know, yeah. not here. Tobias Skills, one of the flukiest goals you'll ever see. And that was the Paul difference, wasn't it? was Red Baron's unlucky charm. He was. He yeah. was their unlucky charm. Yeah. Here we go. Marcus with the trophy. He's going to present it here as uh, Tony Rogers will give a speech. Doesn't look good. Tony Rogers, a Cougars player, holding it. Here's Dean Hargraves. And finally, the Red Barons get to lift that trophy once again. Champions of 2017 in the Van Diemen's League for the first time since 2010. Scotty Reed gets to put that trophy up in the air as well. And they get to do their well-deserved victory lap. The champagne comes off the ice. Marcus Bendel, well, he's used to having champagne, isn't he, with his Hollywoodness. And uh, there we go. Red Barons are your champions. Pop those corks. They're trying to... Is that the $5 Trevi, is it? Or is it the Passion Pop? Or I'm not sure how the, the budget stretched for the uh, Van Diemen's League this year. Shake it. Don't Shake it up. That's how you pop <laughs> this mum stuff. Is it? Do they yeah. have the GoPro on the camera, uh, you know, in the F1 side? He's really shaking it up now. There we go. Yay. Champions. <laughs> Fantastic work. They were the best side all year, and then that means that they get to walk away with the trophy. As they get to champagne. <laughs> there's not the much in one, is there? No, there's not. That's the yeah. smallest bottle of champagne yeah. I've ever seen, but uh, probably should have gone with the Trevi. Thank you all for coming and supporting Ice Hockey Tasmania. We're small, but we're fair. As uh, we hear Marcus give the uh, the speech, and we'll get the uh, rounds of applause, and we're just going to wait and see the uh, the victory photo. Sorry, yeah. Dakota, there. I'll just try and smack that out of your hands. As uh, we'll get a, we'll get some words of some of these players in a moment, but we're just going to wait and see when they're going to get the uh, the victory photo, which of course uh, will be plastered up on all the Red Barons yeah. fans' walls. They'll get the probably be the happiest Red Barons we've interviewed like in a long time. A lot of these Red yeah. Barons players don't like to speak to us. They're probably the side that doesn't speak to us the uh, the most, but here they go. The photo that will be adorned on all Barons walls. Be in the Mercury tomorrow. Double page poster spread. <laughs> there we go. Champions of the state. And I don't know if they're waiting for me to pose because I'm not the only one that's uh, doing the photos. They might want you to move. I don't know. Am I in the way? No, I'm not in the way. I'm not that fat. No, you're always in the way. I'm always in the way. Yeah. But uh, great job. I'm going to get these microphones wearing because we're going to get some players here. All right. And uh, the icebreakers, well, they pose for their loser photo. I don't want to say that. That's a bit mean, isn't it? <laughs> it's not a loser photo. It's a runners-up photo. They'll be back next year. As uh, I'm just going to pull this out here. Dakota, this uh, has been inappropriate. Pull, oh, hang on. God, this is a good photo. We yeah. want this one. What am I doing? Hold that for me, Dakota. Quick, I quick, quick, quick. No, you don't. I do. Jesus. You're so unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is our social mediaing it up. As a uh, great job by all the players. And uh, what a great year of uh, ice hockey here in Tasmania. And uh, great turnout again for everybody to uh, be here 
to the victor go the spoils and we will definitely be speaking to a lot of these players in just a moment but the red barons are the champions of 2017 and the happiest red barons you will ever see so dakota leary so before we start speaking to some people all right what, what's your final thoughts here before we um, start chatting to these folks yeah that was a mighty close game it like, was it was great fun to watch um, great fun and um yeah both teams played exceptionally well and um yeah, I don't think um, the Barons won, but I don't think the score that scoreboard says like would ever say that the Barons were better than the. Than, it was um, definitely very much evenly spread, and it was it was that the, last period flurry yeah. by the the Barons that obviously yeah. ultimately took them over the line and uh, got them the the ultimate spoils. So uh, great job! Now we're gonna finally move ourselves away here. We can worry about social media in a second, Dakota. I'll get you to All hold right. that for just a second. You can be the person Which to hold that. Holding? You're holding the black All one. Right. Uh, well, they're both black, but you're holding the non-microphone. <laughs> so let's go. Let's get All some right. uh, some victories, uh, some actual some winners. Right. That's probably a little bit. Uh, is that mean to say right um, now? Do you think? I don't know. We're we'll trying to get. Here, we are tangled. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back there to Whitaker. We'll see if Scotty Ree wants to talk to us. All right. I, no, no, I doubt no it. one's no one's spinning I around here right now. Let's back through here. The crowd. Okay. Here. We're back. Right around. I think the man we want to speak to first of all will probably be Dean Hargraves. Yeah, right. He's the man. He's the, Ooh, the, the person answer. who has been waiting for this the longest. They might be doing a victory lap. They're going to do a victory lap with the children first. Getting a photo with I was going to get a photo with the family. All right. We'll do that first. Let's get Mr. Whitaker if he wants to talk to us. How you doing? Do you want to yeah, speak to good. us? Yeah, ben sure, from the brink. Sure. Hold the microphone for us. Yeah, no worries. Josh Whitaker, welcome to the brink first of all. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Thank Congratulations. Yeah, it was awesome, wasn't it? First first time in a Red Baron's jersey in a grand final. Yeah, uh, very I mean, first time ever. How does, this, how does this compare to playing hockey back home? Uh, yeah, to be honest, I haven't played in 20 years before this season. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's, it's amazing to get back on the ice. You're your good luck, Charm. Yeah, it was, oh, they're such a great, great bunch of guys. Yeah, and the intensity of that grand final, of course, too. I mean, we wanted a close one up there for the, the audience, and as, about as close as you can get. What were you thinking in those closing moments when they scored those last two goals and were really pushing towards the end? Yeah, I'll tell you. Well, we were all sweating it. We were all scrambling <laughs> to do whatever it took to uh, to get that one over the line. But, uh, yeah, we, we pulled it off, and... Uh, yeah, those guys are they're a really great bunch of guys. You know, everybody knows each other. And, uh, yeah, it got a little scrappy there at the end. But, yeah, it was good fun. And are you, fun. Here, are you here to stay? Are you Red Barons now for life? Or yeah, absolutely, is it, absolutely. It's in the blood now? It's, all, it's, it's uh, red, yeah, literally? We're, we're pretty, we're pretty uh, tight. Well, it's it's yeah. obviously been a long time. I mean, seven years since they've had the premiership. So, I mean, you know, you've joined them at the right time. So, it obviously, for a lot of these other guys who have been with the, the organisation for a long time, you know, to share this with them, it must feel great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. They've been they've been working hard for years and years, and uh, we got a, a fantastic goalie, and uh, we're uh, yeah, we we pulled it all together. We had a really good year, actually. We uh, we were pretty pretty strong throughout the season. And what's the plans tonight? Just celebrating it hard and uh, going out and oh, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna have a bit of fun definitely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations! Great it's uh, great to great to chat to you, and uh, we look forward to seeing more in the last next season as yeah, well. Thanks a lot. Thanks Cheers, a lot. mate. Appreciate no worries. Cheers. Congratulations. Alrighty, now a few of the other guys are out there. They're just going to have a bit of their uh, their victory lap, but we're definitely going to speak to Dean because you know Dean is somebody that we uh, we have to speak to. Yes. I mean, he's somebody who's been waiting for this uh, for quite some time, but I think they're just waiting to get a nice little photo taken, and we'll obviously find our way through. This is always the fun part of the year, isn't it, Dakota, yeah. where we get to speak to both sides of the fence, and uh, ultimately you've got happier players, you've got sadder yeah. players, and. Uh, you know, it's it's 
always around the uh, the chops there. Now, the players are leaving the r- rink there. Scotty yeah. Reid, we're going to grab Dino as he comes off the rink straight away here. Let's 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 force our way through and see if he wants to. He's uh, no, he's pulling out his. I don't know what he wants to pull. Dean, you want to you want to have a chat with us now? If we can grab you, I'll give you this one here to hold. You get your own microphone. Go for it. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Finally, been doing this for seven years, and I've never been able to say you're a grand final winner. So how does it feel? Well, I've been doing it for 26 years. And <laughs> we've never won one ever as the Barons, and we've had the Barons going since I started. And then there was a little bit of a um, a change in names for a few years, and then we've brought the Barons back about 10 years ago, and. This is the first. It's, it must, obviously, after all that time, though, to, to finally taste it. I mean, you guys are so close. A lot of you said you've been playing for a long time. A lot of you guys have been doing this for a long time. So this group of people, though, that you've been so close with over mm. that 10-year period to finally to make it all come to this point. Absolutely. Like, me and Scotty have been a baron since the early 90s. Uh, Toby and Molly and Maddie, who's unfortunately not here, um, for probably the last 10 years as well. So we're lucky enough to pick up a couple of reasonably good recruits, including a very good goalie and one of the better players that I've ever seen on this ice in James. So, so that probably helped our weaknesses, which is maybe our goalies and some legs. And we got that this year and we showed it. I mean, we only one by one goal right then, but we're probably the best side all year anyway, so mm-hmm. without trying to sound too... You're allowed to, your premiers. Yeah, you're allowed to right. say it right now. If any, if any moment you can, you can say yeah, it right now. Absolutely. So the second period got a little bit nervous. We lost the plot a little bit, as the Barons do. Got a little <laughs> bit excited. And that last two minutes was really exciting as well. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of the icebreakers and what they've done. And, and they're all good mates, which made it really hard as well to get angry with them. <laughs> but no, it ended up being really good. Well, at the end of the day, when we're calling the game, we want a bit of a fairy tale. Either side, you know, you've got the, the new team that's come in, people like Mika, Leighton, they've been so close so long. They've switched allegiances and they can't quite do it. But we, I think we're both of us were deep down rooting for you guys. You know, we've, we've always kind of seen you guys as the team that sort of always gets close but can't quite make it. And our yeah. very first grand final I called in 2011, you guys were in it and you lost. That's why I went for the Cougars. So if you had a one in 2011, I would have been a Red Barons fan. <laughs> But uh, it's, it's good to see you guys up here. I mean, how, how are you looking ahead to next year? I mean, you've just won the damn grand final. You probably don't want to think about that. But, I mean, can you go back to back? Can you repeat this next season? Oh, I, I guess so. We'll see how we go. It depends. A lot of people come and go as far as, you know, James is staying. And that's a really, really good place. I can't see anybody else. Molly's moved to Hobart, so she'll be full-time. Toby's now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just watching Scotty get his eye sewn. He's getting his stitches up right as now. We speak. Yes, indeed. Wow. Getting live medical stuff happening. You're the medical expert, Dakota. You yeah, I think Dakota's going a bit white. <laughs> yeah. No, he might faint here right now at the sign yeah. of blood. He's, he's, he's doing it properly. He's, he's done well. If you didn't hear the quote of the day, Scotty said, and I'm not going to swear, show me the F up because I want to get back on for overtime. <laughs> so he's, he wasn't worried about a little bit of blood. Which Spoken like a Scotty true did. hockey player. <laughs> like put a true baron. Put us out there. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, such a, such a great result. And, uh, you know, I asked this to James, but plans tonight, just go out, get a bit drunk, celebrate. Oh, we've got training at 10 o'clock. We're getting ready. Nah, nah. <laughs> we're ready already for we've next got, season. We've got a few beers here. We won't make pigs of ourselves. So, <laughs> so we're, to, to be honest, we'll, we'll celebrate tonight and then we'll wake up tomorrow to get ready for Adelaide because that's our next, you know, all of us, all of us Barons, which is why we're so close group, but all of us are going to Adelaide. Some teams have only got one or two. You know, all seven or eight of us are going, so we, we're close. Um, that's what I like about it. You know, we, we play a team game and um, we're a really close team. 
Fantastic. Well, uh, I know you guys have done well over there in Adelaide, so we'll keep an eye on that. But, Dean, congratulations, mate. So glad to be able to see you finally uh, lift up that trophy and uh, win the premiership. So uh, big congratulations from us here at the brink. Thank you very much. I might have to go chops a little bit because when I lifted it, it did get a little bit wobbly. I thought it was going to fall down on <laughs> my head. You need a little bit of repair. So thank you, guys. I know you've done this every year, and I really appreciate the support you've done. And I'm sure, to, oh, I don't know, I, I think I played pretty ordinary, so I don't know if I want to listen back to it. My fast you got a couple of goals yeah, there yeah, in the end. So. Out a goal, so we'll see how we go. So thank you very much. Not a problem, thank mate. You. Cheers. Congratulations. Thank you. All righty. Let's, um, let's see here. Uh, might let him open a few beers and we'll come back to him when they're a little bit pissed. How about that? Yeah. Let's, uh, what's Marcus doing here? How's the, uh, the old man satchel going there, Marcus? It's looking pretty fetching on you. My old natural. The man satchel. This is a trendy backpack. A trendy backpack. Yeah, see how there's only one strap? Right. And is that how the kids diagonal. are wearing it these days, is it? Or Not some straight square. Yeah. What's uh, the budget of the uh, the ice hockey? Did you not go out for the passion pop on the Trevi? You went for the, the smaller uh, bottles? Yeah, you, of course you can. Uh, I have no idea. It was, it's in a James Squire bag, so how cheap can it be? Oh, true. What was your thoughts on the game? Um, excellent. Uh, I'm so pleased that we had such a close nail-biting game for a grand final. All I want when I'm not involved close is one. for the game to be a spectacle for the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was. And it came down to 10 seconds and we had someone lose an eye. And <laughs> well, we might, we might grab Scotty here if he can see us on the way through. But uh, <laughs> thanks, Marcus. We might grab him in a sec. Scotty, do you want to have a quick word with us just while you're here? Can, can we just say congratulations? Thank you. You're welcome. Just uh, how does it feel? Oh, Besides the eye hurting. Long time coming. But long time coming. Finally pulled it out. And you, I, I heard that you were that keen to get out there for overtime that you were just like, stitch me, I'm ready to go. Yeah, and, uh, I was looking a bit worried there for a while, but held on. You did. I stop time, but... Makes it more interesting, I suppose. Well, it makes it feel better when that whistle goes at the end. But congratulations, Scott. Yeah, Glad to see you guys you. finally tasting the victory. Not I've a problem. Heard Scotty talk before. I don't know. That might be the yeah, first time we've ever had Scotty read on the show. Probably the last time, so. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of you know the uh, the Adam Parcell moment where he only talks to us if they win. So unlike you, you're just Mister Glamour. Which I just love the attention. Man. You do. All right, let's go talk to some losers. Um, <laughs> we'll come talk to you in a second again, Marcus. What? I'm going to oh, trip myself over. <laughs> I don't think I'll open my lineup by walking into here by saying, let's talk to the losers. Uh, that might not go down well. Yeah. The door open, the door closed. No, oh. the door's open. The door is Tony open. Ro- this is Brendan Rose here. Maybe yeah. he's being recruited. Are you, are you yeah. being recruited, are you, Brendan? No? Are you being recruited next season for the icebreakers? Everybody else has been. <laughs> All right, peoples. Who wants to talk? <laughs> Christine. <laughs> Just because she's closest. <laughs> Everyone else is. Everyone else. You, you want us to come in there? Yeah. Yeah, we like the smell in here. How are we going, everybody? I do love the smell. Sweaty ice hockey. Dakota, Dakota enjoys it more than I do. Let's yeah. be honest. I'm not going to tread on some feet That's here. I don't want to destroy your stuff. Anything. It's all good. I'm going to squeeze up through here. How far here. am I going in? We're going all the way in, Dakota. Cool. Not just a tip. We I'm like a sure deep. I'm not sure if I can come out of this, but. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm finding my way here. Oh. <laughs> Hello, how are you, Mika? I'm all right, and you? Oh, oh I'm fine. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Can we just describe the smell in here? It's a mix of like sweat and beer. It's the like... it's it's a smell of future prospects of returning next year for redemption. I don't smell anything. No. <laughs> how, how, how's that? How's the game? How, how do you feel about that? I'm really happy with the game. Uh, it was intense game throughout the whole game, and. We were giving it to them till the last second, and we had a few really close calls, and it could have been level game and golden goal time then, but 
next year. Next year. Yeah. I've got to ask you the question. You got a pretty cheap penalty there. Uh, I have to say that wasn't your fault, was it? You didn't trip anyone in that call when you got sent to the box? Well... I'm famous of not commenting about the referees. <laughs> you can right now. Come on, last game. Ah, uh, you. you know, it's I, I've been refereeing games, and sometimes it's a different viewpoint when you are different angle, and you know, it's looked at a certain way in a certain angle, and the whistle goes, and not a single whistle have ever been reversed. So there it is. Well, yeah. if we could have, we would have done it. I think Dakota was. Uh, I think yeah. it sucked, but you know. yeah, yeah, there we go. There it is. There, there it is. Uh, but I mean, you know, this close again. <laughs> You've lost four of these in seven years, Mika. Uh, I didn't lose this one. You didn't lose no, this one? No, I didn't lose this one. No, no. 7-6 on the boards, first year team. I definitely didn't lose this one. It's good, good attitude yep. you had. I mean, I yep. noticed as soon as the whistle went, you were smiling out there yep. and uh, not quite the same as uh, when the, the Sharks lost. But, uh, you yep. know, next year, bounce back. Yeah, when we came to the room, I said that I'm going to home. Smiling and happy, thank you. That's, That's a good way of doing it. Team. Yep. Fantastic. All right. Let's find out if uh, the other people are feeling the same way. <laughs> Leighton's hiding in the corner there. <laughs> Do you want to speak, Leighton? You look half... I don't know what's going on there. You all right? <laughs> we'll squeeze through up here. We'll speak to Nick as well. Don't move so quickly as a beam there. Well, I'm a quick man, all right? I do my fast work. Uh, Leighton, how are you feeling? Yeah. Tired. Tired. <laughs> Tired and proud of the guys. They proud of the guys. Really good job today. So. Yeah, feel like uh, saying to Mika there, you can bounce back next year and can sort of hold your head high after such a strong season this year? Yeah, definitely, definitely. We can all hold our heads high and um, yeah, we'll see what happens next year. See what happens next year. Happens. You look like you're ready for bed. Oh, I've got a bit of a concussion. <laughs> oh, right, okay, okay, right. That's, that's um, well. Yes, well, you still went out there and played your hardest when it came for the, discu- uh, the discussion concussion. So <laughs> I'm having the discussion of the concussion right now. But uh, better luck next year with it. Nick! Ben, how you going, buddy? Good, mate. How are you? Real good, thanks. How's that for your first taste of grand final? Mate, I'm pretty happy, man, I must say. Yeah? First season, first season with this team, and um, I think we, we did a good job. I can't believe you guys are, like, happy for... This is great. Just I love this. Here, man. You know, at least you're talking to us. A lot of the Red Barons are off getting drunk. <laughs> no, and then, you know. Guys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you were with a real sniff in those closing moments. Did you think you could have had it in the last couple of seconds of getting that equalising goal sent into golden goal? Oh, it could have happened. We had lots of posters this game, all sorts of lucky and unlucky bounces, so... And a terrible call as we discovered there against Mika. And <laughs> That's just hockey, though, eh? The, the flukiest goal from Tobias out there at one point from that long distance. I mean, what was that? I was so. happy to stay out of the penalty box myself for a change. Yes. Were you the only there, one so. that stayed out of the penalty uh, box? Uh, Purge in there, I think. Right. Okay. <laughs> Two of us. <laughs> Two of us. Okay. Well, guys, congratulations on a good season. I will say that. Great. Enjoyed watching you play, Rob. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. It's good. <laughs> How's it? Jumping ship? Yeah, look, it's, it's been great coming to the... To the uh, breakers, it's. Um, I feel like I've taken on a bit of a ro- bigger role than mm-hmm. I had in the. You know, there's a lot of lot of faces, a lot of boots in the Falcons camp, and they're you know, pretty reliant on a couple of key players. But it's been good stepping into the breakers, and they've put a bit more trust in me. And then, you know, I've had a really feel like I've had a really good season. We've had a really good season, and yeah, really, you know, none of us were expecting to get this far, but at the same time, we're loving every second of it, and. You know, let's take one step further next year. Well, you just love lock- knocking your boys off last week, didn't oh, you? Oh, that was so you know? sad. And when I put that empty netter in, the, that <laughs> final nail on the top, I've now I have not celebrated so hard for just a such a basic. We all game. hate the Falcons. Sorry, <laughs> Dakota. Uh, I can't stay with Marcus here, but I might jump ship too. Is Mark Marcus is gone, or no? We can rip shit into the Falcons. <laughs> no, he's just, yeah, he's just sitting. Right oh, he's hanging around. He's trying to get recruited. He's like, recruit me. Well, uh, great game tonight. Great season, guys, and uh, I'm sure we will see you bigger, better. And look, great game. Fantastic game from you we were fantastic Christine as well well done everyone great job oh here he is you trying to get recruited I've got stuff to do okay well Mr. Important
I think you're just going to yeah. <laughs> like accept a check. Yeah. Something like that. I think when he just snubs us like that. Yeah, Mr. Big Wig MC. Mr. No, Hollywood. No need to talk to us. <laughs> Alright, we can probably go up to the box and close this out, I feel, what right. you think? I reckon we can. You can? Yep. Molly wants to talk to us or? I doubt no. it. She, she hiding away from us? Do you want to speak to us, Molly? No. Does no. that Congratulations. Well done. No. All right. Cool. Awesome. Right. Let's well done, guys. Here. <laughs> Such a fearful thing, isn't it, this microphone? All right. Okay. Well, let's go to Leary. Yes. This is uh, number four for you. Seven for Please. me. Seven for you. We saw our closest one. Our first time we've ever seen one decided by a solitary goal. Yes. So, um, it was a great game. It was a very good game, yeah. Any closing thoughts? Um, any thoughts I had, I've already said, so. Wow, you're yeah. such a good expert commentator, Dakota. Thanks. Let's yeah. go over the, um, you predicted 11-10. I did, I was a bit off, wasn't I? Well, I predicted 9-5, yeah. so I also was off. Um, I mean, I got closer to the... Uh, icebreaker score. You did, yeah. But you got closer. You you got you correctly predicted the the difference of yes. the teams. Yeah. But you didn't necessarily predict them uh, correctly. How's no. it going? Yeah, good. Oh, hang on. Did you want to have a speak with a uh, talk with us right. about how good you are at producing hockey players? Well, here you go. Oh, that. Introduce yourself. What was your name again? Sorry. Uh, my name's Robert Cockrell. Robert Cockrell. So you are the esteemed father of Leighton and Christine. I sure am. And, and do you used to play here? Yep. Christine and I played in a premiership against uh, the Blackhawks. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, back in about 2001. Wow, fantastic. So what's it like sort of um, seeing both your kids out there still playing and, uh, you know, obviously getting a little bit close to the, the premiership but uh, still out there playing so well with each other? Oh, well, the Cockrells, that sucked today for us. <laughs> There's no other way of putting it. But... Uh, no, we've followed Chrissy around the world. We've been to a few countries following her and watched her play for Melbourne Ice and watched her win many premierships. So she's given us a great thrill. And, yeah, late, been a really good player right from the start. So we've been following them for 20 years now, wow. Chris and late. So yeah. when did you, well, how long did you start? What age um, did you I started in the under-14s, uh, sorry, in the under-17s when I was 44 in 97. Wow. So the ballistics. The yeah. ballistics. So what was it that, what, did you start playing after Leighton and Christine, or did they uh, yeah, start playing help, with a view? Or? Yes, to help set up a fourth team. Wow. They were about half a team short of uh, enough kids for a full team, so they got a couple of us parents and a couple of novices to fill in. So there was a few of us well over age played in the under-17s. <laughs> and then Chrissy and I joined up and played with a team called the Warriors and won a premiership. Fantastic. Um, and then she went over to Melbourne and followed a dream. And Come then, back here this year. Do you have any temptation to pull on the skates again and have another crack? Uh, I'd love to, but uh, no, I've got bad knees and bad hips. Ah. Or f- football injuries, I'll play footy forever. Right, right. Yeah. But this is, a, this is a great sport. They're, they're still celebrating below us. We're above the Red Baron's room. Uh, but, I mean, you're obviously going to be uh, hoping that they're both, both going to come back and uh, make the Cockerell name premiers again in uh, 2018. Yeah, let's hope so. And we've got James coming along. He plays in the Icebreakers Wednesday nights. Fantastic. So, yeah, and 
yeah, two of the other boys played as well. So we've that's had a, a family dynasty. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm thinking of pulling us together for one game and Cockrell's challenging. Well, I was going to say, you could just have the Cockrells as one team, like, yeah. you know, the fifth team next year. It's yeah, the Cockrells. Yeah, be scared to play us. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Well, thanks for chatting with us. No We're going to wrap us up here, and then we can come down and have a bit of a chat afterwards no if you want. But appreciate thanks it, very mate. Much. Not a problem. Cheers. All right. Well, uh, my name's Ben, and this yeah, is Dakota. Dakota. No, it's good to meet you. But uh, yes, we are, of course, now Dakota, uh, at the point where, as I said at the beginning of this, uh, more than likely our last one of these. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's it's something that I, I love doing. I, I really do appreciate yeah, it. Uh, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I know you sort of, I mean, when did you even just come along one time? You just said, yeah, yeah I want to do this. You just invited me along and you were yeah. like, I was like, yeah, right. I have no uh, friends, so I'm yeah. like 15-year-olds. Pretty much, yeah. But uh, I, I, I think that as of right now, in terms of life direction and everything along those lines, that it does seem as though this will be our last one. Uh, I know we kind of said that last year, but I think this year we can probably hopefully say with a little bit more assurity that that will be the case. But yeah. uh, Well, not hopefully, so... For yourself, you are... I mean, I can't stop you from calling this. Yes. I don't own this position. Yeah. <laughs> you can, by all means, do this. Buy a microphone and we'll commentate. You can keep I the brute legacy I'm going right. forward. I'm right. Summon up the courage to do it. Yep. Bring along Ruby. You I know, can. I can. You might be together Ruby. still in 12 months. I don't know. Yeah. I hope you are. Yeah, I hope so. Probably married with three kids by then. So <laughs> I don't know how fast your swimmers work, but that's another story. But uh, <laughs> thank you, Dakota, very much. I appreciate it. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, you know, if this is to be our last game, uh, I, I've really appreciated your support and help over the last few years, not just in the grand finals, but, of course, throughout all the other games that we call together. Uh, so thank you. And you uh, will be heard. Not just. I mean, we're not getting rid of you. We still do the brink. So yes. you and I will yes. still talk and hear his yeah. little shit voice. And happy birthday for this time next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you. But uh, so I just want to thank, you know, if this does turn out to be our last one, uh, Paul obviously not here. Um, you know, similar to when we talk about Matty Adams, obviously wasn't here. Uh, when they finally break through for the victory, uh, not here. Paul, his beloved Red Baron, sadly, a race is more important. But cool, good on him. Yeah. Uh, but thanks, Paul, for all the support that he's uh, given us in the commentary box. I need to go all the way back to 2011-2012 to thank my very first anchor in this box, Sam. Uh, for the first two grand finals I did, I actually called this with Samuel McCrossan, uh, who hasn't been back to a game, I think, since the 2012 grand final, but uh, they were fun ones. Our very first one we actually recorded on video. It's still on YouTube, so oh, if right. you want to go back and watch the Red Barons lose a grand final, it's online. I would like to see uh, That's the Richard Fox-dominated one. Do it. Yeah, yeah go online. Uh, and to everybody here at uh, Ice Hockey Tasmania who's allowed us to sit up here and make dicks of ourselves, you know, I mean, 2014, <laughs> we called the entire season. 2015, yeah. I think we missed, like, five games. Uh, last year we did the playoffs in the grand final. This year we've just been lazy and done the grand final. But yeah. <laughs> we uh, we appreciate everybody who's uh, allowed us uh, this uh, outlet to speak like idiots, um, have ridiculous references to sausages, to kind of remember the names of things that Sam came up with in 2011 and 2012 during those years. Um, you know we've we've had some interesting moments when it comes to interviews. Uh, witnessing some fights and punch-ups and yep. everything else in between hands. So uh, it's been fun. and has been uh, fun. I, I will miss it. Yeah. I will miss it. I hopefully lot. next time I was speaking to you, I'll be calling NHL games. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, pretendly in my room. Dakota, yeah. thank you. It's a pleasure. Uh, uh, to you. everybody who's listened, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> the Premiers, of course, are the Red Barons. They won 7-6 over the Icebreakers in an enthralling game of ice hockey. I'm going to call it the best grand final we called in seven years. Yeah, um, 
Good way to go out. I've called in four years. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Red Barons, congratulations to everybody listening to this. Thank you. And uh, you can, if you like my voice, for whatever reason, you want to leave here on the brink. We still podcast out there. Uh, generally release an episode on a Monday. Just random crap. We do bring some highlights back from previous years. Dakota's usually on it. He's on this yeah. week. Um, and we're just generally a bit of a nilly. Nilly, nilly. What's the word? I don't know. Um Apparently, um, and again, if you like my voice, just a shameless plug to other. I do plenty of other podcasts. You're all friends with me listening to this on Facebook. Just search my shit that I tag. <laughs> Thank you, Dakota. Thank you, everyone. Till next time, keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. Yeah.